Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Rock. Monday afternoon, I'm Eddie Eric on the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, and rockoftalk.com. 550-5500 is the number to call. And I'm not in a very good mood, just uh, FYI. And there's a number of reasons. Uh, but first and foremost, you hear that buzzing sim. That was not there. And then uh, having the tower go up and down and up and down and up and down. They're putting new anchors out there. And uh, so that's the shop talk that we're going to be doing just for just a quick stack so you hear that buzzing sound there's literally nothing that can be done other than the engineer coming all the way from northern new mexico uh because we restarted the power and that's why you hear that buzz so there you go um i am going to be in a bad mood until all of that stuff is essentially taken care of you know it, it's it never ceases to amaze me uh the amount of celebratory love that your local politicians continue to get here and and quite frankly, they've earned none of it. And I have to say, for the most part, we've got a lot of people here who just are not informed, don't understand what's going on, and they think they have the answers, yet they keep electing these same politicians over and over again. And, and, and it all seems to make sense because, you know, the numbers start coming in on the census data, and we break that down here. And let me tell you something. You don't care. The, the New Mexico that you have is the New Mexico that all of you want. This is the New Mexico that you have come to love, that, that you really think that, boy, there's no place like New Mexico. You know what? You're right. There is no place like New Mexico because nobody wants to be New Mexico. And I'm going to read you the unbelievable stats, and then you're going to say, oh, that's okay. That's okay. Because somehow New Mexico, New Mexico is last in absolutely everything. And yes, Michelle Lujan Grisham is going to get elected. I can tell you, there's no way John Sanchez will ever get elected. That's a, it, that is never going to happen. Because nobody wants another eight years of what we got with Susanna Martinez. That was pretty bad. Like, w someone should should coin a term like, you know, it was it stop bagging, start bragging, D-Dad Muska here. Uh, it, it, New Mexico sucks. <laughs> can, can we get that yeah. as a Chamber of Commerce just, just for truth and media? The whole place completely and totally sucks. Okay, here's, read them and weep. I know Dowd, and as I was rifling off this stuff out to you, you, you were probably saying, yep, there goes Eddie, putting it all in perspective again, and we're looking at these numbers, and when I read this to you, I want you to really own it, New Mexico. You own it, okay? I want you to be proud of this hellhole that you have developed quite meticulously over the last 86 years. Oh, and all the pomp and circumstance, Michelle Lujan Grisham getting credit for uh, Intel. Uh, we'll talk about that, quote-unquote, expansion. My gosh, I, 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 it, it takes every single bit of me at this point to try and understand why it is that you are okay with what this state has become. What it is. Said to Dad, read it and weep. And here it is. Let me give you the, the straight number. I don't want to go through uh, all the stuff because it's so incredibly depressing. Okay. Every year, commit this to memory, folks. Chalk it down. Lock it up. Every year since 2012. I've been here since what, 2010? 
2009, I'm starting to ask myself, why the hell did I come back here? Rudy, I, I said the biggest mistake of my life may have been coming back to New Mexico. Honestly, because there's a whole lot of people who would agree with that based upon the people who are picking up and leaving. And we told you this. We told you this was happening. Uh, could you think the state's going to become conservative again? There is no possible way. I'm literally telling you the conservatives have decided to pick up and leave. They're gone. Okay. The Republican Party, they're, they're the Democrat Party. Democrat light. Every year since 2012 has been the worst years for New Mexico since I have been alive. Great. I get to come in, develop a business, do all this in the midst of, of, of New Mexico, really sucking. And Susanna Martinez gets to own it every bit as much as Michelle Lujan Grisham, if not more. And I'll tell you why. Richard Berry gets to own the suck as much as Tim Keller. I'll tell you why. Okay, get this. You're going to love this. From 2013 through 2018, and I know you don't mind listening to that buzz sound because I'm buzzing your towers today. From 2013 to 2018, Dowd, we grew by 900 people. <laughs> yes, yes. 900 people from 2013 to 2018. Yes, that, that is real. Okay. 2013 to 2018. During that same time, Arizona grew another Albuquerque. It grew another Albuquerque. There it is, folks. We grew by 900 people, and Arizona adds an Albuquerque to it. 529,538 people. That's the story right there. Okay? Michelle Lujan Grisham has only, wasn't governor during that time. Okay? That was Susanna Martinez, by the way. Embrace the suck, everybody. Embrace it. Here we go. We got more. In Colorado during that same time, 2013 to 2018, grew a Las Cruces, a Farmington, a Rio Rancho, a Santa Fe, a Roswell, a Las Lunas, and a Belen. With still room to grow, 426,381. That's right, folks. You cannot say failure any larger or any bigger than that right there. Okay? Seattle, what, what do we play that whole movie? Seattle's dying? New Mexico's dead. Dead. DOA. And you, and you guys have all been, oh, this lockdown, she's she's saving lives. What? What is she saving? What are, no one's paying attention. The weatherman stands in front of New Mexico for a reason, folks. Okay? That's, that's where he or she is. Since 1945, Arizona has never had a year with less than 1% population growth. Not one year. You can go back every single year, no matter how large it is, it still grows by at least 1%. You can set your watch to that every year. New Mexico has had 21 years since 1945 of less than 1% growth. And guess what? Every single year of the last 10 years has been less than 1% growth no other state can make that claim not one not a single one go and check out all 50 and go look at every single one nobody's 10 for 10 on sucking quite like new mexico not even illinois <laughs> not even illinois <laughs> the there worst you go. of the worst but here's the big part let me let me kick this out to you during that same time we've had five 
negative growth years of 45 and three in the last decade alone. We literally lost population for three of those years. New Mexico grew by 0.29% from 2013 to 2018. Michelle Lujan Grisham has been the governor from 2018 to 2020. Susanna Martinez was governor from 2010 to 2018. Susanna gets to own this. Arizona, at the very same time that we grow by 0.29%, Arizona grew by 8.87% during that same time. Okay. So let's get to the legislative analysis of all this. New Mexico is literally going to lose population. We're going to get to 2.2 million, according to the forecasters, and then it's going to drop. Those are the people being sucked out of New Mexico, going to other places. And if you think you can fight that, if you think that we're going to start attracting pro-growth companies or Fortune 500 companies or business or industry, you are mistaken. You are mistaken. If you think that $3.5 billion Intel, well, we'll go ahead and cut up all that stuff. If you talk about what, what are we going to get to? We had 7,200 people at its height. Okay? They've invested $20 billion someplace else. They're only retrofitting this so they can get something out for the next five years. That's it. It's going to be the same situation. Why does anybody come to New Mexico? Tax incentives, tax breaks. Just ask Netflix. How much money can we suck out of New Mexico? Other states are like, how many people can we suck out of New Mexico? Every single thing that you have that has to do with New Mexico is sucking out of New Mexico. Please understand that. This is a great place. We love it, but it sucks because everything is sucking out of New Mexico. The life has literally been sucked out of it. I, I've tried my best. Put myself for party chair, put myself for, uh, trust me, this is controlled opposition to the Republican Party. I've just proved it. I just proved it. They're all on the grift. They're all on the take. They all got their hands out. I mean, just set up a company. Get along with some Democrats, they'll make you rich. You can take out PPE money like Mark Moore's at $1.8 million and then run for Congress and then not show up to multiple debates. That is a Democrat running as a Republican, folks. For those of you who don't understand that, boy, I don't know what to tell you. You're not very bright. Let's get to this legislative analysis, shall we? Because uh, I can go on this all day. I don't think there's enough to talk about here. All right. Changes in population for the last decade. We've lost 24,000 people under five years of age. Okay. It's a net loss, right? Net loss. Oh, we must be growing. Maybe, maybe teenagers. People want to have families. It's a great place. To, no, no, no. 68% graduation rate. 68% graduation rate. Yeah. We've lost about 19,000 people. 18,839. Well, we got, you know, the university, I, I, I know it's struggling keeping population. We went from 28, 29,000 at the university to what are we at? 22,000? Who knows if we'll even be over 20,000 when they finally reopen in the fall. I doubt it. I doubt it. We've lost 8,800 people, 18 to 24 years old. Yep. They're not coming here. They're not staying in New Mexico. I'll tell you that. All right, uh, how about 25 to 44? People upwardly mobile, looking for a place to go. No, that's the only place we kind of gained. 
21,580 people looking for jobs. So that's good. Oh, but business owners, people who are in their highest earning years, which yep. is 45 to 65. That's who you want. <laughs> this is where we have the biggest sucking coming out of New Mexico. All the suck. Embrace the suck. 42,000 people picked up and left. Gone. At least that many. We don't even have population growth. But guess what we are attracting? Non-productive <laughs> retirees. That's right, folks. Oh, this is good. Great healthcare system. You could really get off on, um, you know, uh, it, cost of living. This is good. You can live on a fixed income. This is what everybody knows New Mexico for. We've grown by 101,000. Does anybody think that that's good? It's terrible. The fastest growing cities and the best economies are attracting young people. Yep. If it's not 18 to 65, your city sucks. And this city, this state suck, period. There's nothing else you can see. You can't put lipstick on this pig. That's how bad it is. It's so incredibly bad. Like if I do not blame a single one of you who want to go ahead and pick up and leave this place. I, I really don't. It, you see the market topping out right now with the uh, real estate? Get Put your home on the market. If you've thought about it, just go ahead. Max out because it's just going to get worse going back the other way. Remember, we're buffered by the economic downturn that will happen nationally in the private sector here in the state of New Mexico by two years. The crash happened in 07, 08. When did New Mexico really hit the skids? 2010. Am I right? 2010. And it didn't stop. It kept getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, basically. You guys don't want to grow. You guys love covering an appendency. You have a para that's uh, these people who are on para. <laughs> Sweet. I can't wait for you to starve when you get older. <laughs> Truly. Not I mean, be there. It, it, you, that is gone. Keep voting for those Democrats as long as you possibly can. New Mexico is an example of what not to do in every single arena. Trust me. I've lived other places, better places than Albuquerque, New Mexico. And right now, across the board, every place is better than Albuquerque. That's it. You know how much I love this place. You know how much I've given. But I, I think the given's gone, to be quite honest. There are some terrible people here. And they are running your state. And they're Republicans, and they are Democrats, and they are bureaucrats. If you don't get rid of them, you're going to get even worse for the next decade, period. If there's not a political revolution here in this state, there's nothing. You get what you deserve. And I'm going to point my finger and laugh. I really am. I don't have to be here. Rudy, do I have to be here? Nope. No guarantees that I have to be here and, you know, do this. I could do this other places. Think about this. Think about your state and how incredibly backwards it is. I told you about Netflix. Let me, let me, let me give you the only reason why Netflix is here. This came from Bloomberg. Bloomberg, excuse me. <laughs> Bloomberg. I think I like that better. That was a good little... Albuquerque is winning the streaming wars. Thanks, Caleb. 
This is, comes from City Lab, a massive 300-acre complex in the middle of New Mexico desert. There it is. Miles from state where the U.S. develops nuclear weapons does seem like a setting for a future episode of Stranger Things, the hit super nostalgia trip from Netflix. That's where the streaming series will shoot as it resumes filming its fourth season this year. But the crew, yes, I know about the terrible buzz. I told you. The engineer will have to come in tomorrow. We got one engineer, one part of it, and the other one comes on the other. But the crew from the Hawkins, Indiana, Hawkins, Indiana, was not drawn to Albuquerque by the nuclear mysteries or proximity to Roswell aliens. It took corporate tax incentives to lure Netflix to the land of enchantment. If there's any company that doesn't need corporate tax incentives, it's Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> it's, it's Netflix. The streaming platform is investing heavily in its Albuquerque production hub. That's the next, that's the next sentence. In incentives, tax incentives. You're not investing anything if you're getting tax incentives to go ahead and be here. Located in a sprawling development on the desert plateau southeast of the city called Mesa del Sol. In 2018, the company bought Albuquerque Studios, an existing production site, at a steep discount yep. and promised to film a billion dollars worth of projects for New Mexico. $30 million acquisition gave Mesa del Sol a master plan community designed by an urbanist, a new lease on life. The only way we're attracting anybody here is we're not selling our 300 plus days of sunshine, our culture, our cuisine, our scenic beauty. We're not selling any of that. What we sell is giveaways. We prostitute ourselves out. We whore ourselves out. That's the only way anyone's attracted to this state. Embrace the suck, New Mexico. You've earned it. Your lost decade, your horrible voting culture, the worst in the country, 86 years of Democrat domination and a Republican Party that doesn't fight back, that literally creates all the fights within itself. The depravity, the destitution, the dismal records that we set year after year. The only thing that goes up is the murder rate around here. Certainly isn't incomes. Certainly isn't population, as we've learned. What are you going to do? How are you going to react? You're welcome to call in. Tell me what you plan on doing. I'd love to hear that. 550-55. Oh, we'll also uh, tell everybody how right we were on Virgin Galactic. It's uh, literally days away from going full-blown BK. We've got the, uh, we've hooked the New York Times into this whole thing. Uh, we've got the Daily Mail in on this story. Uh, you know you know who does really love New Mexico? Corrupt politicians. Oh, yeah. At the very highest level, that's what they love, right? They're going to do everything they can to keep me from saying what I'm saying. And we just got so much good information. There's just a few people, a political oligopoly around here that do all the damage. You can thank them. They're the ones that put their names on, I don't know, hospitals, theaters. They're the quote-unquote leaders of your community. They're the ones that are featured in Albuquerque, the magazine. They're the guys that are business and leadership in on the uh, television as well. 425, back and forth, thanks for listening. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and your world what your favorite radio station is. The Rock of Talk at abq.fm and AM 1600 KIVA. The Kiva, here in Albuquerque. 
The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. It is time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather where we see the clouds out there, and that's going to be the story through the night. Occasionally a shot for rain, but that should be gone by tomorrow. More rain later in the week. 
Right now, partly cloudy skies in Los Alamos on the hilltop. It's 49 degrees, 71 in Knob Hill, and 68 here at the Rock of Talk. Kind of a sloppy ride has developed right here on I-25 southbound. From Osuna all the way to Montano, you're about 35 miles an hour, but at least no accidents or stalls. Paseo del Norte, now this is an eastbound. Coming off of I-25 heading towards the mountains, you'll be slow all the way up to Wyoming. And it's not much better if you're going to be on I-25. That uh, northbound trip spoils at Gibson. You're about 30 miles an hour all the way up to Central and Rio Bravo. That's slow Broadway to Second, and that's just the construction there. No accidents or stalls. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe and Country Club Plaza in uh, in South, on Southern in Rio Rancho. Salon Deluxe, market partner for Monet. That's modern nature, hair and skin products, and they have a nice health line as well. And when you go to Salon Deluxe, not only the cleanest salon in uh, all of Rio Rancho, but you're also going to find they have Kangen Water. They're your Kangen dealers on the east side. Boy, did you see that line? Oh, that's gorgeous. All right, well, well um, God, can you hear that? That's great, too. All right, Salon Deluxe, if you'd like to make an appointment, go to salondeluxe.com. And with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 131 here in the Kiva on AM1600 KIVABQ.FM and Rock of Talk. Com. If you want to just, you know, talk about that, you guys can certainly are welcome to do it. But I'm going to really embrace the suck here. I want people to, you know, really understand where you live. Stop bagging, start bragging. You want to draw a little. I got another cartoon drawn about me this weekend. They called me a drag queen crossdresser. <laughs> uh, yeah, this more stuff. I mean, I would say of all, of all the people I would associate with drag queen cross dressing, I would think Eddie you. Aragon would probably be the absolute last name on my yeah, list. Yeah. Real clever. I, I, I was, referred uh, to me as Edwina. I thought that was really <laughs> interesting. You know, like uh, here you go. But so, Eddie, while we're embracing this suck, I got to yeah. throw out the stat that really stuck out to this yes, uh, analysis. And I, and I guess I give the Legislative Finance Committee credit for putting this report out. It's a kind of a bracing shot of reality. It's like the only um, time they ever have ever told the truth. Exactly. It's very it's like rare the only for time. Them. It's like, you know, you here we are. Yep. We're yep. a totally awful state in every way, shape, and form. And here's a 20-page report about it. Yeah, and, and uh, the I guess it's the chart number 12 on this document. We'll, hmm. when our website's up. We'll post a link to this again. Eight years in a row, we have lost uh, the battle for net domestic migration. Now, that sounds complicated. It's actually not. The, the feds look at where... in where Native Americans, native-born American citizens are moving, they look at your address and compare your zip code of your address, uh, you know, where you file your, your income taxes every year. So this is how they figure out how where Americans are moving. You know, our place like Texas is getting enormous influx of people, and my native Connecticut is getting an enormous outflow. Uh, here in New Mexico, we're in the outflow business as well. We have lost for eight years in a row. People have More people have moved out, according to the IRS records, have moved out of New Mexico than have moved into New Mexico, uh, and in fact, in one year, I think this was in 2013, like Eddie said, that's a key why do you, year. Why do you sound surprised? Uh, 18,000 uh, moved out. I'm uh, not surprised, I'm disgusted. Yeah. Well, I'm what are you just disgusted. disgusted? About? No, no, Rudy, what are you talking about? You have to be like a normal Democrat around here. You have to, you have to just embrace the suck. You, talk, you want to talk about how people, you know, do, don't, uh, we don't want m- more people moving here. Right, we yeah. want to keep what we have, and we don't want anyone to notice this gem, and we want to feel like it's a place where we can come and take over. Like that—that's what we want, right? Uh, other point: uh, the Legislative Finance Committee is, is population projections are a little mm. iffy, so you, you don't really know what the future holds. But they are projecting based on population trends, so they're looking backwards. Yeah. That 24 of our 33 counties in New Mexico between 2020 and 2040, over the next 20 years, will lose 
population, uh, including some of my favorite counties uh, in this state, including, uh, of course, Lincoln County down. That's where uh, Ridoso is. Uh, Colfax, uh, where our, our beloved Angel Fire is. Uh, what really stood out, Eddie, is yeah. Sierra County. Of course, we're about to have all those thousands and thousands of jobs at Spaceport America. Right. They are projecting a loss from about 10,800 residents now. 20 years from now, they're thinking it's going to go down to 8,400. But with all that economic development from the Spaceport, why would they project a population loss in Sierra County? <clears throat> Maybe they know something that Rebecca Dow doesn't. Um, yeah. So the net migration were getting killed. Projections on the counties, not good. Um, I took a look at our, some of our neighbors. We, we, we've had the worst growth in the last decade, 2.8% overall, uh, the worst growth that we have had uh, since statehood. Utah in the last decade grew by 18.4%. Texas grew by 15.9%. Utah is amazing. Utah's amazing. Utah is simply uh, amazing. What they do everything right in Utah. We do everything wrong in New Mexico. Uh, Nevada, not a border state, but a southwestern state. Most of the population is in, is in Clark County and Vegas. Uh, grew by 15% this past decade. Colorado, our neighbor to the north, grew by 14.8%. Again, we're stuck down there at, at 2.8%. And I think to me, uh, what, uh, if you really look at the it, and you look at those center years, thirteen to eighteen, we grow by point two nine percent or nine hundred people. Yeah, We're just so that uh, to pay attention, all the growth ca- happened in the last two years while Donald J. Trump was president. <laughs> Excellent point. And of course, our unemployment was near record low when when Trump was president before the uh, Rona ridiculousness. I think what's happening here, Eddie, is the last decade we've been living this lie in New Mexico. For since almost since statehood, since Oppenheimer showed up in 1942, that public investment, federal investment can drive growth, can produce wealth in New Mexico. And we've never grown as strongly as places like Nevada and Texas, but of course we've grown much more strongly than places like Rhode Island and Illinois. So we looked good compared to sort of the national average or the national median. I think in the last decade with 2.8% growth, abysmal growth, the chickens are coming home to roost for the failed policy model that New Mexico has pursued for so long. They thought they could keep it going. As recently, do you think there's structure to this? Well, as recently as, you, 19, you, as the no 1990s, we grew 20% in the 1990s. Recently as the 1990s, that's number five on our 11 decades of statehood, number five toward the top. So it, it looked for a long time like this model could achieve some measure of success. Um, in the last decade, I think it's all really fallen apart. There's been no adjustment by the political class by the policy world to say whatever arguably worked for us in the past is not going to work moving forward. Uh, and again, to this day, to this moment, we still don't see any recognition uh, by, by, uh, by the people in, in the powers that be. And as you said, Betty, sadly, the voters, the voters either. Um, thank you, Dowd. I think every single one of you should primary every single politician. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care what you do or what you're, if you want to change it, you need a primary every school board member, politician in your party, uh, you know, Democrats, Republicans, all of them. Get rid of every single last one of them. Every scumbag, dirtbag, whatever. And the good ones are going to pick up and leave and, and, and be done with this anyway because they're going to realize yeah, nothing can actually be changed from the political class. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Literally nothing here in this state. You have decided. And, and you said the, and the lie, right? You said the lie. This is the lie. This is the crap that's, uh, oh, I heard that KKOB got rid of their last Hispanic on their air. Is that correct, Rudy? Yeah. Yeah, they, the, the racist KKKOB got rid of their only Hispanic host. Is that, am, am I getting that correct? That is correct. They now have no Hispanic voice no on Hispanic the air in voice. any place. Yeah, I remember. 
It's sort of like the Republican Party. The Republican Party is very racist. The New Mexico GOP, very racist. Okay, No doubt about it. You'll see the level of racism that's here. And this is going to be a fun little civil war for a while. We get to go to town and have a, have a good time. Uh, this was uh, something that I was featured in, I'm told. Um, take a listen. This is the lie, right? This is the lie that we're all believing, right? That New Mexico is that you just have to speak positively about things and then it'll all turn. These ladies have their little show over at KKOB. They do a little radio show, despite the fact that I went to high school with one of these gals that's on there. And just take a listen. This is the ballad of young Bradford Bummer, who spent all winter, spring, fall, and then summer bagging and ragging on this place that we love finding fault all around, below and above. He whined about things and complained about stuff, never feeling that he had complained quite enough. But then, like a bolt, a strange twist of fate, it suddenly hit him. ABQ's great. On that very day, like words to a song, young Bradford Bummer thought, whoa, I've been wrong. The cuisine is delightful, the weather sublime, the culture and history and film biz divine. And just like that, the word spread like fire. This city has everything one might desire. The land of manana? Sure, the future, that is, as we build tomorrow's technology biz. Endless skies of pure blue and mountains to hike. Albuquerque has everything people might like. The point of this poem, well, let me be clear. It just doesn't get too much better than here. So if someone is whining, please don't let them skate. Stop bagging, start bragging. Albuquerque is great. So you got to indoctrinate the kids at a very young age. Read them uh, a child children's book because you don't want them to be. Remember, those kids don't realize they're in a school system being read to a guy who's literally peddling fake news, very anti-Trump uh, and all that. But let's let's think first and foremost about why you have to come up with a campaign like this. Why Why do you have to wear masks? Why do you have to, you know, go ahead and, and go with whatever Michelle Lujan Grisham is peddling? Because you can't think otherwise, because if you did, you can't think that someone was lying to you. Mm. You don't want to acknowledge that. It's just too much to take in. You, you, you trust these people. You give them your vote. You give them your trust. And it dawns on you that, you know what, they're, they're, they must be trying to do the right thing. Every single one of these people, Michelle Lujan Grisham crotch-grabbing, water-splashing all over her uh, political consultant who was helping her, right? And we find out later that she paid him off for that to go away. I told you, we start to deal with these types of people. They're all around. They're all around. They're on both, both sides of the aisle here, too. And they know that they have to keep the good news because, well, they don't want you to understand that what the record actually is. Because if New Mexico and Albuquerque was such a great place, everything that Sam Donaldson is reading those poor young children that are there would have actually happened. You wouldn't have need to come up with a campaign to lie to people. Avoidance is a serious mental condition. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that this is a coping strategy for people with mental illness. Avoidance. Okay, They know how to avoid things. right? So they, they, they get themselves into situations so they don't have to do it. This is all this is. This is pure mental avoidance. You now own a 10-year record that you get to see, and it'll never go away. Republicans and Democrats both own this. 
there's any place for a, a good movement to overthrow the political class, New Mexico would be right. But you guys are too excited about collecting the check that you get from the government or you're on some sort of subsistence or, you know, all the different things that are out there to keep you fat and happy. Oh, just pass pot. Make sure that uh, that's legalized. You think from that standpoint, you think that's what led to Colorado actually improving? Since they have, since this has gone full woke culture in Colorado, moved into the other direction. A lot of people who aren't very happy with what's happening in Colorado. People who've lived there their entire lives, they're very angry about it. We're, we're now delivering liquor. Keep these people nice and drugged up so that they don't contemplate what's actually happening to their city and their state. That's where we are. The lie is something that you guys are embracing. As much as you're embracing that suck, you got to embrace that lie too because they go hand in hand with one another. We sit here on the radio all the time and tell you what's actually happening, what the, the, the grim reality is. Not surprised it's raining and, you know, we're getting all those dark clouds here <laughs> as I'm talking. I mean, <laughs> really? I love Sam's line. We're building tomorrow's technology biz. Um, Where? Just about every the Brookings Institutional Left Wing organization does this. They look at cities and states in terms of advanced manufacturing, biotechnology. New Mexico fares poorly on all of those measures. Uh, my favorite example is I went to a Martin Heinrich event about uh, two years ago at the UNM Rainforest Innovation Center downtown. Mm -hmm. uh, he had like 20, 30 people show up for this uh, AI. He thinks he knows something about artificial intelligence. All of them were government employees. This is supposed to be a worker space where, you know, all the magic happens. It's like WeWork. I watched a documentary last night about WeWork, this whole stupid millennial, you know, we'll all get together and play ping pong and, you know, wear funky T-shirts and great, great things are going to happen. The place was an absolute ghost town midday on a Wednesday in the middle of the week. No, not, not around the holidays. There's nothing going on. We're not same creating BC, tomorrow's technology. Same BC, same BC guys that are behind all these ideas. Yep. They know how to suck hype, it hype, out. Hype. They're behind Virgin Galactic. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. You think about what happened with uh, Richard Branson. They've literally embraced the suck as well, and they're sucking that money directly out of the state of New Mexico. Yep. yep. Any innovation, yeah, that's getting sucked out, goes directly to California or Texas. Right. Okay, that brain drain, embrace the suck. Suck that directly out of New Mexico and take it to some other place where it's going to be fruitful. Uh, and hire, it's higher ed, you, subsidize the hell out of higher ed, get these kids their degrees, and what do they do? They leave the state. That's you're, right. You're paying lottery for college education so young people can leave the state and prosper in Texas or Tennessee or Arizona or Florida. <laughs> these are your choices, New Mexico. This is what you've chosen. This is what you voted for. These are the policies that you have. Everything that is happening right now is a direct result of you. You're the root cause of all this and your poor voting choices and maybe not even getting, not getting involved. I don't feel compelled to get involved. I really don't. Someone said, hey, you want to run for mayor? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. So let, let these guys go ahead and, 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 and ruin it on their own. Could I make things better? Absolutely. There's no doubt about it, but we all could make things better. But for whatever reason, you just don't like someone like me telling you what the reality is. And there's the stats. And I get to rub it all in your faces. And you can go ahead and try to beat me with, you know, in, in a competitive way with some of these other personalities. People continue to gravitate. We've never had more listeners than we do, even with right now or today, our broken signal. Because people are starved for the truth. Nobody else is giving it to them. No one else is, it has the balls 
to tell them the way that things are. Nobody cares enough about this place. That's really the reality. I've never seen as this this guy just literally nails it. Good stuff, Stephen. And I realize this is a hard broadcast to listen to. Out of all the places I've lived, there are many. New Mexico is by far filled with the most people who just don't seem to care about anything important. Way to go. There it is. Everyone here knows who the Raiders, Cowboys, and Broncos drafted, but none understand economics, business, and technology. You get what you deserve. In other words, the whole state has no ambition and is indifferent or even proud of it. Hey, Rudy, uh, what's, what's happening with some of our advertisers? They're picking up and leaving, move, yep. leaving the state. Absolutely. They just had enough of the uh, rules and people not uh, not allowing them to be free business leaders in this state. They just some, didn't see us. Somebody asked me today, it was like, okay, so such and such place got shut down. This place got shut down. You know what I told them? I said, shut your business down and turn around and sue it for $100 million because they got $18.7 billion up north that they can go ahead and just hand out and pay to shut up so that they can get done what they need to get done. Yeah, cash in. Why do you want to continue to fight it at this point? What's the what's the purpose? Truly, what is the purpose? You know what people are doing? They're, they're picking up and moving to red states. They're going and living what's part of their, your life. You're, you're only going to be alive. I'm only going to be around for another 30 years. Right? More at most. If, if that. 30, 35 years. New Mexico will still suck after I'm gone. Trust me. As long as you guys don't want to do anything about it. So why not go off and live someplace where you can enjoy your life? Nothing's compelling you to be here. No one's telling you you need to stay in New Mexico. Pick up and go. Nothing holding you down. Oh, my family, you know, my parents, my, my this, my that. Who cares? Go do what you got to do. Go live your life. For me, I just feel like, well, you know, I'm, my family's been around here, what, 11, 12 generations now. My kids are my 12th. I, I don't think there's going to be a 13th. For them, 13 generations New Mexican, who cares? Those kids got to go out and go be happy someplace. They got to go out and go live their life. Will New Mexico be that place? I would certainly hope that we'd be able to turn around. Do I think it will? No. I have no faith in it. No faith in the politicians. No faith in the leadership. I've seen the way that they've treated me, and I'll be glad to go ahead and give them their ham sandwich on the way out because they're cranking and squeezing as much money and opportunity for themselves, and they're picking up and leaving. One of the guys who's apparently a candidate, I'm not going to say for which office or what, he's like, well, as soon as I can get out of here, I will. Picks up and leaves. Some other politicians, they're running for whatever they're going to run for. They're out of here all the time. They're barely here. I know these people. More texts coming in. And just quickly, Eddie, your, call, sure. your texter before was so right on. We are ranked, according to a recent analysis, 48th in political engagement among the 50 states. Yeah. These are things like voter turnout, political contribution, volunteering for organizations. We're 48 out of 50. People are checked out. Yeah, state. checked out. There you go. Well, why do we do a show? We'll just do our show for what we want to do it for. Seriously. Yeah. We have loyalists. I mean, I like, I, yeah, I like how the, these guys are like, yeah, if your conservative is for legalizing pot, yeah, let me, let me leave, leave you a little something here. He's not, or she, the, she's not a conservative. Uh, even with open borders and sanctuary cities, immigrants don't stay here. People from third world countries leave the state as soon as possible <laughs> yeah. as well. Wow. You're, you're spot on. We can't disagree with any of this. Uh, Eddie, it's great that you, 
or the commercials ask that people support small businesses. As someone who actually has a job at a restaurant, please do not come in and bitch and moan like the libtard man that you are about my mask being below my nose. I am a hostess. Stay home. Exactly. Perfect. You have a problem with the with, with a particular business, and there's this one guy, and I can say it because he's out on social media, and I want you to. He lives in Old Town. He's going. He's made it his own personal vendetta. Uh, also posted pictures of my kids, by the way. Ooh, yeah. That's a that's a mistake. These guys never know when they actually have to, you know, pay the piper for for all this stuff. Um. So this guy's name is lives right in Old Town. This guy, this guy's name is Eric Michael Shimamoto. Okay, uh, he lives right in Old Town, and he's been he's made it his own personal vendetta to go out and shut down the Backstreet Backstreet Grill. Okay, he he brags about it. He's putting the the stuff out there as much as he. He possibly can. Um, let me give you some of these. Lawyer in Albuquerque? Yeah, he's a lawyer. Wow. But he's, yeah, this is what he's doing. I told you, Rudy. They're, Staff attorney for the New Mexico Court of Appeals, according to his LinkedIn profile. Yes, correct. Yeah, and he's leveraging every single uh, thing that he can. Hold on one sec. Dying for relevance. You're not going to find it, buddy. Uh, no, he's, he's found it, uh, Rudy. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, he has absolutely found it. Um, he's a public servant. Yes, yes. He lives one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine houses down from Backstreet Grill. People parking up the street. What's the problem? And all he, he has done is do everything he can to try and get the governor shut him down. Now the same thing has happened with Pet Foods Gone Wild, right? They're apparently on the uh, OSHA shutdown list as well. Okay, so, so you tell me how this happens in a state like ours at the end of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the Republican Party isn't going to step up and defend these people. You know, it's just like I told both of these groups. I said, well, what do you want to do? You want to keep fighting this and keep it open and just incur more penalties at this point? You know what needs to happen? And I respect both of those business owners. They just need to shut their businesses down and say, OK, here you go. And then walk out on the rent, walk out on everything and say, you know what? I don't I don't need this headache. You're going to make things and you want your, you're going to, you're going to leverage the state, the Stasi to go ahead and shut me down. Then, okay, fine. Shut them down. I'm out. Mm. File the lawsuit. File the lawsuit. That's what you have to do. The people only understand to force. That's what they understand. We can publicize that. That's something that we can definitely do. What happened, uh, Rudy, with the trampoline parks? She was able to reopen this weekend. They're now open really during the week and everything. But what did they do with them? But I mean, they still have not settled. Yeah. yeah trampoline parks, are, now they, they, they lock you up in court. This is what they do. When, when does it stop? It, it's never going to stop. They're going to do it until they get full and total and com- complete compliance. Who's standing up besides Stephanie Lord and myself? That's not running for an office, by the way. <laughs> right? Everyone's suddenly standing up for other people once someone's running for office. Is that not the case? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, 
this is going to change. I'm running for this. I'm running for that. Yeah, but that's the big lie, too, Eddie, because they don't stand for anything. They, they just don't. say it. Once they come into power, it's the same thing. Yep. Yep. They all sell out. Every single one of these guys sells out. This is one of the reasons why they don't want me to run for anything, because they know I wouldn't have sold out. I would have absolutely... These people would have gotten pummeled daily. So now we just get to go ahead and give it to them here and there. But I really do feel like, you know, at this point, we should just really change our focus and focus more on national stuff now. Okay. I think I think between what we're doing and we can just kind of pull from the New Mexico box. Sure, you know, sure. it's like, you know, the, the Murder Mike segment. Who doesn't love that? Who doesn't love Murder Mike? Everyone. Loves He's a funny guy. <laughs> I love the guy. You know, <laughs> a good guy. I mean, he's a, such a good guy. Rudy, you're not, Rudy, are you getting rich? No. Okay, uh, Dowd, how much uh, money are you making there? Uh, as uh, long yeah, as our yeah. cyber attack continues on rockatalk.chat, I'm not mm-hmm. making anything. Yeah. <clears throat> no one's getting rich. No one's making all sorts of boatloads of money doing this stuff. I mean, we, we'll just, we should just, should just focus and do it for ourselves. If you guys like uh, the fish man, you guys like all that other stuff, you like the corrupt former sheriff, uh, any of those kind of guys, if that's your if that's your dream team over there, please please go over there. If if your radio station is and and you're a, a pro vaxer, okay, you need to go ahead and get vaxxed and hey, you got to do it so we can reopen. And oh, we'll do we'll do exactly as you say so we can go ahead and reopen. If you're if you're stupid enough to believe in that lie, I don't want you as my listener anyway. I really don't. I want you to find and support independent minded, strong, conservative. Principled people. Okay? It's hard to find those in the Republican Party at all. Anywhere. Okay? Democrat, we know they don't exist, period. Let's check on weather and traffic before we hit the top of the hour news, Rudy. Let's go. I told you this is going to be a hard broadcast. All right. I- as, we, as, we put, as we put things together, we start with the weather. Uh, had a nice little uh, rain shower just over the past several minutes. And that's kind of what we've got going all over town. I know a uh, partial rain there at the Russ Medical Center. It is 72 degrees. It is 65, 65 into Harris. And it is 69 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, the worst seems to be Paseo del Norte right now. And it's the eastbound side. Coming up I-25, you lose speeds all the way over to just about Wyoming. And the westbound side not faring much better from Barstow onto the I-25. And looks like... Uh, Rio Bravo is still going to be pretty tough right now. Second Street westbound on Rio Bravo all the way across the river. This traffic report brought to you by Sunnyside Up at Manal and um, uh, Louisiana right behind the Sheraton. You're going to find that they have a great menu for mom this Mother's Day. You want to make sure, set things up, start making the plans now. Sunnyside Up on Manal and Louisiana. If you'd like to start setting things up, go to sunny.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, I said we've gotten what we deserve, Eddie. Keep voting for the New Mexico way. Idiotas. It's okay to be ignorant. It's not okay to stay ignorant. Uh, makes me very upset, Eddie, or the Democrats, particularly the unionized teachers that have been traveling to free states for vacation but complain about going back into work. Excellent. Then come back to New Mexico and praise the governor. Yep. There you go. Uh... Eddie, very sad in that Bill and Melinda Gates are splitting up. Yeah, uh, to, Mel- yeah. to Melinda, if you're listening, I'm available. Oh. <laughs> I think she finally realized like he's part of the evil empire. Yeah, Dr. I think evil. that's probably yeah. really all it is. Uh, let's see. T.J. Trout sucked up the rock station for years and years and years, and he sucks even more now. <laughs> that stuttering, 
stuttering. Darren White is exactly the same in that same boat. They are junk. Well, you can have them if you, if you guys like uh, those For the record, guys. folks, uh, the, yeah. the big stick here in town, we, we find no more Latino or, or Hispanic on-air talent. Uh, New Mexico, according to the latest census numbers, 49.3% mm. Latino or Hispanic, and apparently, uh, I guess, no interest in appealing to well, no. they are thinking half of, of change, the population in New Mexico. They are thinking of changing TJ's name to Pescado. Oh, okay. Hey, I like that, Rudy. Yeah, that was good. good. I liked it. Idioto. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else we've got here. And if we keep the schools crappy, the people don't get educated, then they're not educated. They vote for Democrats because their grandpa said the Democrats were for the poor people. It's a vicious cycle until you educate the population. We are going to suck. Um, I don't know what else to say, really. Uh, let's see. Facebook is putting this out. You can't run. Ads must not discourage people from vaccination or advocate against vaccines, such as claiming that vaccinations are unsafe, unhealthy, or will result in death or injury. Advertisers that repeatedly violate our policies may have permanent restrictions placed on their ability to advertise on Facebook. There you go. That's what's happening. Uh, Eddie, just an idea that murder might continue a daily murder count, but we can count the number of children murdered as well. Okay. All, all right there for you, folks. I don't know. Okay. Hour two, we got to get to Virgin Galactic. Uh, everything we tell you is we're 100% spot on. On We told you that Virgin Galactic would be, we would be going bankrupt, would be going out of business. And uh, here comes all the pain, uh, despite the politicians, despite uh, all the uh, corrupt bureaucrats who are saying and advocating and took your money after Richard Branson cranked out. What did he crank out? Six hundred fifty million this yeah, year. That much, yeah. And then you've got uh, Chamath Palapatia uh, in for another three hundred. So a billion dollars out of that. And nine uh, percent. The stock was down in one day. Today it was down nine percent. What are we at? Seventeen. Uh, uh, just a little over twenty. We're still. Still above that, and I'm okay. still I'm still above water. I bought it at sixteen five, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I'm a genius. Can't wait! Uh, <laughs> can't wait for Virgin Galactic to go under. It'll be uh, great, and uh, and you can say, hey, I knew that was coming because I listened to Eddie Aragon on the Rocket Top. Back out top of the hour, Fox. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. President Biden, Virginia, this afternoon pitching his plan for free community college from a student workshop. President Biden and the First Lady troubled the Tidewater Community College in Virginia. If I've heard it once, I've heard from Joe a thousand times. Joe, any country that out-educates us will out-compete us. The president is spending much of this week on the road, pitching the American Families Plan and nearly $2 trillion proposal providing universal pre-K in two years of tuition-free community college paid for with increasing the top income tax rate and capital gains taxes. Fox's Jared Halpern. Republicans have said the plan costs too much and will stifle economic growth. The president is formally raising the cap on refugee admissions this year to 62,500 from 15,000 put in place during the Trump administration. The president has said the previous limit did not reflect America's values as a nation that welcomes and supports refugees. Secretary of State Antony Blinken flatly denying claims by Iran that the U.S. The U.K. are working out a prisoner swap deal that could see the release of a British-Iranian woman and four Americans, among others. The reports uh, coming out of uh, Tehran are, are not accurate. Uh, we are very closely engaged 
uh, ourselves uh, on this issue and uh, will remain so. Blinken is in the UK meeting with British Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab ahead of the G7 meeting tomorrow where COVID-19 is expected to dominate the conversation. A federal judge has delayed Ghislaine Maxwell's trial on charges she procured teenage girls for late financier Jeffrey Epstein until the fall because new charges have been added and COVID restrictions have made trial preparation harder. The TSA says nearly 1.7 million people were screened at U.S. airport checkpoints yesterday, the highest since the start of the pandemic over a year ago. America is listening to Fox News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. The road is everything you want it to be. As long as what you want is road. To ride your motorcycle on. Progressive Motorcycle also presents basic policies starting at $79 a year. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy is not available in all states. Panera favorites are hot and ready to serve for dinner. Taste our creamy mac and cheese served in a crispy bread bowl. Or the classic bacon turkey bravo. Featuring our signature sauce. How about our new mouth-watering Chipotle chicken and bacon flatbread pizza? These and other favorites are waiting for you. Order dinner tonight for delivery or pickup. Only at Panera. Availability and pricing may vary. Governor Andrew Cuomo has set up timelines for reopening the state. Governor Cuomo is calling the phased reopening on May 19th a major step forward as most restrictions are lifted in the tri-state area. Retail stores, food services, gyms, fitness centers, amusement and family entertainment, hair salons, barber shops, offices, etc. Part of that, Governor Cuomo says, will be getting people there. The subways will go 24-7 on May 17th, adding the pandemic has given a benefit there. Subway trains have never been cleaner than they are now. Cuomo says six-foot distancing rules will remain unless the CDC changes them. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Ticket reseller StubHub is offering some customers cash refunds for tickets to events that were canceled during the pandemic, creating an exception to its no refunds policy it adopted last year just before the pandemic struck the U.S., announcing that it would only give customers credit when events were canceled. One of the greatest to ever race at Indianapolis Motor Speedway has died. Bobby Unser and his brother Al grew up around cars, tooling around in their dad's New Mexico garage alongside Route 66, going on to found one of the greatest family dynasties of IndyCar racing. Bobby Unser, a three-time champ in the Indianapolis 500, taking the checkered flag three times in 1968, 1975, and 1981. That Indy 500 win, his last racing victory, only coming after an appeal of a penalty that initially gave the win to Mario Andretti. Bobby and Al, the only brothers in history to have both won at the Brickyard. Him and Rick Mears, the only two drivers to have won the greatest spectacle in racing in three different decades. Bobby Unser passed away from natural causes at his home in New Mexico. He was 87 years old. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. On Wall Street, the major indexes ended the day mixed. The Dow plus 238, the Nasdaq minus 67, the S&P added 11. I'm Lee Silicera, and this is Fox News. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. And it's uh, it's starting to clear up just ever so slightly. The clouds that we see have been bringing rain on and off all day long, and that's going to be pretty much gone tomorrow, but more rain later in the week. Right now, I can tell you, Looking uh, pretty uh, 
Well, not bad. We're going to call it partly cloudy, 48 degrees in Santa Fe. At Haynes Park in Rio Rancho, it is 68, and it is 69 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, traffic-wise, that uh, southbound 25 still kind of stumbling along there. Under 40 miles an hour, Osuna over to Montano, but at least accident-free. And they just cannot get a break on Eubank. Coming away from Kirtland Air Force Base now, it's pretty much southern, past central, all the way up to I-40. Just stop-and-go traffic on northbound Eubank. And Rio Bravo still, that construction is going to keep you slow, making your way westbound off of I-25. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Live Spring at Salon Helena. Well, I got to tell you, I was there this weekend. That canyon water is so good. And you say, well, what's it? It's alkaline water. That's what's the. It is really good for you. You're going to find that when, it, when you start drinking it, you just feel better inside almost right away. And you also have that salt room. And that was the reason that I wanted to go there because of the allergies, because of the winds last week. Oh, that's just a great thing. Go to Live Spring at Salon Helena for air. I'm sorry for your nasals. And that's the salt room. And for the water, the alkaline water. Live Spring at Salon Helena on Manal, just west of Wyoming. And with that, we're up to date. Now, let's start the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's Macro Aggression. Eddie Aragon. The Rock of Talk. Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. On AM1600 KIVA, rockoftalk.com. You can also find us on AM1490 KRSN and 107.1 Los Alamos. So we got. Uh, out here we're going to go ahead and uh cut down on uh, virgin galactic here during this hour we told you we were right and uh we stand by what we say as well as the facts will always prevail in this uh, particular case so virgin galactic uh it's its failure is now imminent uh recognized broadly uh by a number of lubrication uh, <laughs> lubrications yes uh <laughs> publications uh, uh both uh left and right uh who are looking at this and saying well, what happened here? And even now Richard Branson uh, making the admission uh, today as the book uh, waits to be uh, coming out. You're still waiting for the copy, right? The, yeah, the, they uh, promised it to me, and I haven't received it yet. So, so they say, I promise you, Dowd will send it to you? Uh, Something like that. Huh? Yeah, not in so many words. but <laughs> Publishing is, is, is a weird world. Usually when I request a review copy, I get it like the next day via FedEx, or they just never send it. So I may have to... May have to um, bug those people in New York about getting my review copy. Maybe the they is, think you're in a different country. Well, that's true. They, they, they didn't pay the right postage. Uh, the book is called The Test Gods. This is a New Yorker reporter, Nicholas Schmidl, who was embedded with the testing program was. for Virgin, Virgin Galactic for yeah. a number of years. So this thing is blowing up. Uh, it blew up this weekend because an excerpt from the book was published in the New York Times kind of a big publication in the United States, kind of big, uh, also published uh, in New York, where the stock market is, and that's why the stock has dropped 9% in, in one day. I think the big, the big, the, the key quote coming out of this, Eddie, is Branson confessed to this reporter, Nicholas Schmidl, uh, quote, uh, if he knew in 2004 what he knows now, quote, I wouldn't have gone ahead with the project. We simply couldn't afford it, close quote. So that is we are coming to a full stop on Virgin Galactic. And when you come to a full stop on Virgin Galactic, that means you're coming to a full stop on Spaceport America. So Spaceport America is essentially dead. Um, any local news reporting on this? I'd like to know. Uh, 4713. Uh, uh, how about the <laughs> Al- Journal? Is uh, Kevin Robinson Avila still oh, yeah, singing say, the yeah. praises? How about Mylon Semenich? Is oh, he uh, yes. still singing the praises of, uh, of the Virgin Galactic? I mean, all these corrupt the journalists that are out there it's just 
pretty incredible. Looking at the business hey, you section guys, you right guys now, love nothing. This stuff. Yeah, nothing. 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 Mm-hmm. Two hundred twenty so, million. Uh, actually, more when you factor in other things. Yeah, but uh, well over two hundred million dollars. So let let's talk about this uh, for a second. Five fifty fifty five hundred. If you want to go ahead and and call in, uh, we still are just at that uh, one line. Let me. And this is all stuff I was sending down early this morning as we're looking at this. Oh, how'd you like my uh, comparison on the Oklahoma? Nevada and Texas population. Good stuff. Did you see that? You're a numbers guy. Yeah, it's just you, like you, a really well, yeah. Daddy, you got to sell from the numbers. That's right. <laughs> in Arizona and Utah, you saw all this. Yes, this big, you really did a full analysis. Donut poll. I was just reading and just. You know, if you run it by the editor of RockOfTalk.chat, maybe he'll let you write a piece for it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's very funny. Um, okay, so they still have their landing page. I like that landing page. Uh, register to fly with us. Register to fly with us. They've got that, so uh, you can still give. Virgin Galactic, $250,000 if you want to go ahead and register to fly. You saw that doubt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the Guardian uh, had a an article. Will Virgin Galactic ever lift off? Yep. Boy, that that can't be good for Branson. No, in right his home there. country. That's a Manchester, uh, England paper. Said Richard Branson was running almost 15 years late, but as we rode in the Mojave Desert on the morning of the 12th December of 2018, he was feeling upbeat and untroubled by the past. He wore jeans, a leather jacket, and an easy smile of someone used to being behind schedule. Hadn't exactly squandered the past 15 years. He'd become a grandfather, moved to a private island in the Caribbean, and expanded Virgin's business empire to banking, hotels, gyms, wedding dresses, and more. I guess he's got a casino on this trip now, but it doesn't doesn't work. So, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I sent uh, you that this morning. Yeah, we'll, we'll look at that in a, a second. So um, here he is. The idea was to build a rocket ship with seats for eight, two pilots, six passengers that would be carried aloft by a mothership released at 45,000 feet in the air, then zoom just beyond the lower limit of space, float around for the Earth for a few minutes before returning to Earth, and he was charging $250,000 a seat. So uh, this undertaking has proved uh, something that he cannot do and will not do. And now you have, it's funny how they try to put him in the same breath of Blue Origin, uh, with Jeff Bezos oh. and and Elon Musk, exactly. These, these are literally you cannot compare Richard Branson to either one of these guys. Both of these gentlemen actually created a product that's invaluable to the human race. Mm-hmm. Okay, Richard Branson has created nothing, and that's the most notable thing in this entire article. Is they literally tell you that Richard Branson doesn't create a thing ever. He doesn't invent. He doesn't create. He rebrands. This is all a shell game, folks. And your politicos, your politicians, from Steve Pierce yep. to Bill Richardson to Susanna Martinez yep. to Rebecca Dow yep. to uh, well, Crystal Diamond yep. to Michelle Lujan Grish. Oh, yeah, she's a liftoff. Uh, they have all uh, fallen yeah. for it. They have and all paid no price. It. No price. And, and for that, they should be punished by their removal from whatever offices they inhabit. You should primary them. You should get rid of them because they're too stupid to realize that they have been taken by a huckster. So if that person, those elected officials, aren't going to defend you and defend New Mexico, what makes you think that at any point, whatever comes from them going forward is going to be any good? They're, I, their sole and complete and total purpose is to serve you protect you right to protect and serve that's literally why you hire these politicians into these places they're not doing anything like that i think we need to start looking into who's on the take who's on the make who's getting something from all of this okay because we certainly know with the billion dollars that's been drained during this and the spaceport has spaceport has made nothing 
It's just more rebranding. Send somebody else. Somebody who worked in, we don't care about how terrible his earring is or what he's done for Disney or whatever. Send him down there because we want to go ahead and push uh, good news so that the local news media has something to talk about with regard to Virgin Galactic. This is never happening now. This is it's man, just uh, literally never going to happen. Go he ahead. told the Mexicans in 2004, over the next three years, we will fly 5,000 people into space uh, from our, our wonderful $200 million spaceport. And I think... This author, uh, the excerpt is in The Guardian, and then he also wrote a piece for, as I said, The New York Times, which is why the stock is tanked today. The market's, of course, closed on the East Coast now. Um, really pegs Branson for, for what he is. And I, I guess it's just so fresh in my mind, Eddie, because last night I watched this documentary on Adam Newman, who was the guru mm. oh, behind yeah, yeah. WeWork, and which right. I, I'd never, I probably heard of WeWork, but I didn't really know what it was. Complete ripoff artist. Um, yeah, this uh, author is really good. He, he, just, he cites another author who called version uh, who called Richard Branson quote a card player with a weekend who plays to his strength close quote what's the strength Branson is a tastemaker a marketing genius he spruces up airplanes trains hotels and gyms rebrands them as his own and moves on and I think one of the best quotes uh, in all my Branson research over the years came from a book called uh, a book the title is Rocket Billionaires uh, quote Branson wasn't an obvious innovator in product he's actually a uh, Parenthetically, he's actually a high school dropout. He's not Elon Musk with a degree in economics and physics who actually knows what he's talking about. Uh, what you, what set all his businesses, Branson's, Branson's businesses apart, was, quote, flair, youth culture branding, and Branson's own larger-than-life personality. This is the individual your politicians, Democrat and Republican, got in bed with uh, uh, over a decade and a half ago, promising great things that never came to fruition in our state. And the genesis of this guy, uh, he was nothing more than a uh, hustler for bands. Yeah. A bookie, basically. Yeah. Yeah. For bands. Johnny That's Rodden. what he did. <laughs> and yeah, he got in front of this uh, with the Sex Pistols uh, to do God Save the Queen, got the album done. They rolled out their concert right in front of the, on the Thames, right in front of the, uh, uh, the Royal Palace and created a, a huge buzz. And it, he never basically looked back. He created the same type of attraction everywhere he went Yep, with whatever brand that he was going. And just some of his failed companies. And now listen, the man's had success. He's right, way richer than I am. He owns an island in the Caribbean. He uh, surf, I think, what is it, kite skiing? Uh, or, or kite surfing with naked supermodels on his back. Uh, I don't know. That maybe sounds like fun to some of us. Uh, I, obviously, he achieved a degree of success, but in his more recent business career, it has been pretty much an unbroken string of failure. Uh, virgin Brides, uh, Virgin Software, Virgin Vodka, Virgin Gaming, Virgin clo Clothing, Virgin Cosmetics, Virgin Cars, Virgin Digital, uh, Virgin Student, that was like a Facebook-type uh, social media thing. Uh, of course, the Virgin Megastores, which were successful, eventually went out of business. Uh, I said Virgin Cars, uh, Virgin Charter for charter planes. He has had a tremendous degree of, of, of failure uh, moving forward. Even he, he even dressed himself up as a bride to promote Virgin Brides, and uh, that business failed as well. You know, he always had this reputation as, uh, as a huckster well before the people of New Mexico were forced to go into business with him. It required a little foresight and a little due diligence and research on the part of politicians in the state, but they never did that. They just jumped in with both feet. He says, uh, I love this quote, but he's uniquely unfazed by embarrassment, like your local New Mexico politician, mm. every single one of them. He stutters when he speaks without notes. He shares unflattering details about his sex life. No wonder he got on so well with uh, Bill Richardson and you know Michelle Lujan Grisham. 
like his bizarre sexual allergy to his first wife. I guess this is something that he talks about. Whenever we made love, a painful rash spread across me, which would take about three weeks to heal, he once wrote. He went to a number of doctors, but we never got it resolved. I even had a circumcision to try to stop the reaction. This, this, is, this is publicly, this is who you guys gave $250 million. Yeah, our business partner. There it is. So this is part of his charm. This is part of one of the reasons why, whatever reason, New Mexico is giving him money. <laughs> it's got to be something about his magnetic personality. He's a bit disarming. So there it is. It's all over but the crying uh, at this point. Uh, we, we're going to get into the Ghislaine Maxwell part. Now, you saw Ghislaine Maxwell. She's uh, very connected, as are her sisters, directly to Richard Branson. Okay. This, none of this stuff comes in. By the way, did you see uh, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's sister, Isabel, oh. has a son who was appointed by Hillary Clinton being brought in. This is before he acquired his J.D., and he was literally pulling all the strings on foreign policy. 26 <laughs> years of age at the time that he was doing. Yeah, pretty incredible. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Good afternoon, gentlemen. This is Dave. Dave, go ahead. All right. It seems anymore that being an elected official or a person in high position in government is nothing more than being put up to be part of a money laundering scheme. Yeah, exactly, Dave. You've nailed it. That's exactly what it's about. All these guys are in on the grift there on the, on the take. Someone's making money somewhere. The reason why these people are in office, and they're on both sides of the aisle, both Republicans and Democrats. Yep, and these people, apparently, they like to make millions of dollars by establishing these 501c3s or directing donations to a 501c4. Mm -hmm. And they're being given the legislation ahead of time written by the people that are sponsoring their candidacy. Right. To push these things through. Political ambition is uh, very lucrative for these people. Uh, the campaigns, the campaign uh, masters, you know, the consultants, they all make a huge amount of money for the amount of money, uh, for the amount of effort they put in. They Must just be control sweet everything. to belong to that club. How do I, Rudy, how do I get in that club? You just got to sell your soul. Oh, oh, <laughs> but I'm not willing to do that. Oh, well, then, <laughs> yeah, you, you get to play. Yeah. It's not going to do. You got to sell your soul. If you're, are you willing to sell your soul and go to hell? Dang it. If you are, then you can have that life. Keep going, Dave. Anything else? Uh, it was interesting what you were saying earlier about uh, on the previous segment, but uh, to start off, I'm glad you're back on the air because it was like three hours of nothing but static. Thank you, Dave, for pointing that out. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm glad you did that, and I'm glad you're telling me how much you missed us, but uh, I'm well aware of that and was not oh, in I control of that. So, you know, it's a, yeah. it's something that we have... We have not been off the air very much at all since we uh, got rid of that uh, horrible translator that we were on, uh, which we had no control. And uh, we were also renting from, from bad people there as well. So. Awesome. Okay. Um, since you asked, I mean, you're, you seem interested in my business, so there you go. Well, you what know, else? I like, I like, we've got the radios on all the time. They were streaming in the house. Sweet. That was coming through loud and clear. The AM stations on the old receivers, they were nothing but silence. And uh, that's because, like, it's, you know again, it says maintenance. We can, I mean, I'm happy to have this call with you offline, but, I mean, thank you for your attention and listening to the radio station. I'm glad we put out a good product, which you appreciate, but from time to time we have to schedule them for maintenance. And now, now we've got a buzz after we brought them up. 
Yeah. Oh, that, that's the buzz that's coming Aye. through the AM right now. So, hey, dude, there's a good thing about being in New Mexico. Uh, what? It, what? What would that? What would that one thing be? I'd love to know what it is. Please. Being in the rural areas, in contact with the local people of the area, mm-hmm. creating friendships, providing services and products that people want, and the people coming in who are saying. Thank God I'm not in Los Angeles. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think a lot of people, I mean, at least Los Angeles is growing. Oh, uh, yeah, it's always going to grow because the border's there's, wide open. There's lots of money there. Lots of opportunity. Mm-hmm. When I was there. I mean, you have to sell your soul all the same here, but uh, trust yeah. me, I mean, if you wanted to find something to do, you'd... It, you'd would not be lost for finding anything. Well, if we're really lucky, we'll we'll become Los Angeles with all that entertainment revenue. That's there you go. Yeah, thing. good thinking there, Dad. <laughs> I see where you're going with that. There you go. Well, the, when I left in uh, the early O's, it was twenty five hundred dollars a month for a studio apartment that was right down the street from where I worked. And I was working real estate, and I wasn't making anywhere near enough to be able to afford that apartment. Oh, well, there you go. That was a pain in the backside. And if I wanted to live in my parents' neighborhood. I'd have to be making about $70,000 a month before tax so that I could qualify for the mortgage even with 20% down. Well, you're, you're, it's good that you have some uh, some nice parents. Are they still around? Uh, father might be still. Mother passed in 06. And had they held on to the trucking company that Grandpa had started, I'd probably still be over there. Hmm. Well, I'm glad you're here you know. listening to uh, to the radio station when it's on. Appreciate that, and uh, giving me a status update. As always, we appreciate you uh, hopping into uh, the Kiva, Dave. There he is, our neighbor. Our Dave. I, I love the money laundering scheme as the as the explanation for why people get into politics. So, so. Well, it's very apt. He's one hundred percent correct. He he's gonna have to uh, improve on his intonation up and down, though. With you know, uh, and yeah, I seriously don't know how you deal with half the people that call your show. The exact reason why I'm not on the radio. I don't care. I'll talk about anything. It's pretty hard to. Pretty hard to get me down on most things. What gets me down is actually getting me up to be proven right is uh, pretty good. So there you go. Um, see, don't forget about Branson's cameo on Friends. I guess he was on Friends. Ooh, interesting. I know interesting. That. Facebook won't let you post the exact information listed on the packaging insert required by the FDA. Death, allergy, Guillain Barr, all of that. So, all right, so 5:23. We'll check in with Murder Mike. See how many. Uh, Hopefully it was a quiet weekend. I think it pretty much was. Uh, a lot of that stuff being subdued. We're not even finding out about SWAT situations anymore. Back and forth. Get the daily news dropped to your inbox every morning at 4 a.m. Sign up now at rockoftalk.chat. Get the conservative calendar, top 10 clips, and links of the day. Local U.S. and global news briefings, all at rockoftalk.chat. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, 
You will receive quick response times and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Hi, it is time we put things together. We're going to go ahead and start with the weather. It uh, is going to still remain a little bit with that cloud and possibility of rain throughout the night. But tomorrow looks like clear skies, more rain later in the week. And right now in uh, Los Alamos, it's raining and 46 degrees, 58 at ABQ Uptown and 54 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, the uh, toughest drive right now seems to be on I-40. And Strangely Left is on the eastbound side from San Mateo over to Eubank looks like it's going to be under 40 miles an hour. But, you know, I've scanned for accidents. I don't see any right now. Also, you're going to find that uh, construction there on Unser, uh, north and southbound, down to one lane between west side on up to southern. And looks like you drive on Paseo del Norte. That's a bit crowded coming off of I-25. If you're on uh, uh, Alameda, 
that's going to be a slow ride, basically from the Balloon Fiesta Park all the way into Corrales. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Raw Greens. Now, I know you've seen Raw Greens as you drive on San Mateo. You know, right after you cross Mill, you see a big, huge sign. Well, now, come on into Raw Greens. All-natural CBD and hemp products, they are great for anxiety, stress, sore muscles, and some really good products for the pets at Raw Greens. Online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. We are up to date now. We go back to the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 529 here on the Kiva on AM. Um, let's see. Eddie, there is never an excuse to not hear uh, the Kiva. There are so many ways to tune in. You are great. I believe your talent on loan from God is best used where it is, and I pray your talent inspires other talents to be used to his glory. Yeah, but I'm not trying to, like, support uh, everybody in what they're doing. Um, support business, uh, aspiring you know, radio people and stuff. And like, they just think I have endless amounts of times. I still literally have to go out and, oh, well, this isn't working. or This isn't, you know, I'm literally doing everything on my own. I, I go out, I'm trying to deal with the tower, uh, you know, 20 minutes before the broadcast today. Cause there's this horrible buzzing sound that's on there. And it's like, you know, and then I've got somebody else who's like, well, can you help me out? I really want to, you know, you know, are you hiring? I'm like, no, I'm not hiring. I don't, I haven't hired. I'm not going to hire. And that's the way it works. Do you, have something to contribute and add to the show? Sure. <laughs> like we'll do something there, but seriously, I don't, I don't need any more, any more weight. Uh, she's trying to, oh, okay. Uh, then I got this earlier. Listen to this, Eddie. Um, my, I'm just going to leave names out, even though I know who the people are. Eddie, uh, my wife still believes in the state though. She does get uh, discouraged at times. She takes a lot of heat from the rhinos, but she also has many followers through all of I have met quite a few Republicans, including Hispanics, who give a damn and are fighting mad. I wish you would uh, reconsider getting politically involved. Uh, what did I just do? I just put myself out for state party chair? I mean, Steve Pierce and the Republican Party literally, literally cooked the books on that thing. An hour and 56 minutes long. Very fishy. But it's not fishy. I mean, it's an hour and 56 minutes long for uh, for uh, Anissa and Steve to reorient the, oh, we had, a, we had a problem. We'll just count the damn votes. And then the same thing happened with CD1. They stick fat Mark Moores out there to go ahead and, you know, this this guy who literally has no, he won't even get reelected senator at this point. He's, he won't. He won't get elected to CD1. He won't get elected senator. It's just not going to happen. Hey, what do you mean reconsider getting uh, politically involved? I got politically involved. There you go. There you have it. You get what you deserve. You don't deserve a good candidate like me. You don't deserve a good a, a good person who could actually change things like me. You don't deserve it. This is why you get what you get. You 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 literally have no choices. You you have no choices. You you have a man who could not even publicly speak who turns around and says, "Well, nobody can talk like that." Yeah, that's right. Nobody can talk like that. That's why nobody is me. No one's talking like me. Did I set out to do talk radio in my life? No, I didn't. Did I set out to run in politics in my life? No, I didn't. It's all by suggestion of somebody else. And until you guys decide that you are going to go ahead and let the cow the bag and, and say, hey, you know what? We better get behind Eddie. And when the Janice Arnold Joneses of the world and the rest of these Republicans stop hating on me, then maybe I'll stop hating on them. Because they know how they work. I know exactly how they work. The Julie Rice, the, the Jeff Snyder calling uh, uh, Trump supporters Nazis, then reinstating them 30 days later. The Julie, I mean, these are the people that they want. The, the fake uh, uh, conservative in Marilyn Beck, 
who literally has a number of photos and pictures, all the stuff. Then you have all the, the people who just stir the pot all the time. And they're working endlessly, even late on a Saturday night, so they could dress me up in drag and put it out and think it's funny to put that out. And I'm like, you're, you're a giant idiot. Literally, you're a giant and an idiot. Both. Low IQ. You know, anybody has to talk about their education or their degrees? What do you think, Dad? Mm. Gen- generally not that educated and not very intelligent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My dad used to say, if you have to say that was a joke, it wasn't. Ah, that was another way to look at it. Well, I'm looking at the Moore's website right now, Eddie. It's unbelievable because I'm, I'm working on uh, a piece on uh, if we had a good media, if we had an actual reporter in New Mexico, what would the four candidates running for the Congressional District 1 be asked? And so I'm, I'm just always looking for in, you know interesting points. I have a very interesting question for Melanie Stansbury, but um, three. So he has an issues page. It's very mm. thin, very mm. very thin. Um, one of them is, I think, pretty good. Uh, Biden administration, administration has banned all new drilling permits on federal lands. You know, energy issues, real energy related to Mexico. Okay, so we'll we'll give him credit for that. The other three have absolutely nothing to do what he uh, to, 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 to have no connection to what he would be doing as a federal representative. Number one is. Repeal the social security tax. This is a fetish for Republicans in New Mexico. They think this is going to ride them into, into dominance in this state. Um, because, uh, old white people don't support the, the New Mexico Republican Party enough already. They, yeah, they're a yeah, great, right. great way to reach out to, to younger and more diverse people. So that's not connected to anything he'd do in federal office. Number two is stopping crime and supporting law enforcement. Uh, he will stand up to radical extremists who want to defund the police to insurance our law enforcement officers have the funding. Yep. That is a right. local, municipal, county, state issue. The federal government has very little role overall in, in law enforcement. And number three is safely reopen New Mexico as a small business owner himself, which is a very loaded statement. If We, we, could, wait, wait, we get, could unpack got, that got, a little. Uh, yeah, $1.8 million yeah. from the federal government. Uh, yeah. We need someone yeah. who will fight to safely and fully reopen our small businesses and restart in-person schooling. That is a state and, and local issue. You're running for Congress in Washington. So three of these four issues don't aren't even connected to what you'd be doing in this job. This is this is the Republican brain trust. This is the, the candidate they've got behind uh, and the brilliant uh, policy positions they've staked out for him. Uh, unbelievable. And you, and you can't fight corruption. I mean, you know, the Democrats are literally the most corrupt people on the on this planet. Look what they're doing federally. Look at what Joe Biden's doing. Look what all of these horrible people are doing. And, and if we can't mount uh, some sort of counterattack, I mean, I'm fine to just continue to just do the news. I really am. And it doesn't doesn't require anything of me other than just prepping, showing up, doing the show, and that's it. I don't have to do anything. Just keep it there. I'm I'm good with that. So anyway, these uh, text messages who uh, that, that come in uh, trying to uh, get me to become motivated, uh, it's not going to happen. It's, it's just not. I just, I don't care. That's a dangerous thing, by the way. For everybody. When I stop caring about things and caring about what you think about, trust me, I care about what our audience thinks about now. That is it. They need to be shown. Uh, Eddie, uh, I'm not going to read that. We're just going to go to Murder Mike. Murder Mike, you there? Hi, I am here. You All right, sir. How are you? I'm good. So let's uh, let's get very quickly to the, uh, the rat-a-tat-tat stats of the uh, weekend. What happened? Okay, well, well, first of all, we can start out because where I'm located, every day at 5 o'clock, I hear the Star Spangled Banner. So that's kind of neat because it gets me all pumped up for doing your show at 5.30. So uh, living in the base has us first. Anyway, moving right along here. Um, last week, uh, we had a total of, uh, let's see, a total of 37 assaults, 20 shots fired calls, two 
armed robbery to individuals. It doesn't just doesn't count as commercial. These are armed robbery to individuals and two rapes. So that that's kind of mm-hmm. last last week was pretty calm. Actually, there was no shootings, no stabbings, no horrific cr- crimes against humanity, so to speak. But but that all changed Saturday night when uh, APD and AFR responded to a suspicious situation, possible DOA or a person with uh, no vital signs at I-40 and 2nd Street. And when, when the fire department got there, they determined that the person was obviously deceased, although they did a, a, a administer life-saving uh, attempt. They, they attempted to save his life with CPR and intubate him and, and uh, paddles and everything like that. It was, not, it was not successful. He was dead on the scene. So that, that would make Albuquerque's number 45th homicide by our count. And then um, shortly after that, this, was, this wasn't a homicide. This wasn't anything horrifically earth-shaking, but it really bothered me because we talked about this once before. At a local Walmart, a 75-year-old man was assaulted with a baseball bat. He sustained injuries to his head, a major head trauma, and the suspect is only described as a Hispanic male in his 20s. So um, I know we, we talked about that before, about when old people get assaulted in, in parking lots, it just it, uh, it makes me shiver. So 9.20 p.m., Pennsylvania Central, um, a 61-year-old male was hit while crossing the wheel, crossing the crosswalk in his wheelchair. Oh his God. injuries appeared oh, to be minor. Geez. That's just... Come on. Yeah, I mean, you know, back to Somebody that, on their that, cell phone that, in the car, correct? Probably. Probably so. Well, that's a real bad, that's a real bad area for hitting pedestrians anyway. It's yeah. dark, and there's a lot of people calling, crossing the crosswalk. Okay. Man. Yeah. But that's no excuse to hit a guy in a wheelchair. They're just, you yeah. know... So, uh, but, so an, an elderly uh, gentleman assaulted with a baseball bat, 75 years of age, the 61-year-old uh, being uh, run over on his handicap uh, vehicle. What else? Yeah, um, well, let's see. Total on, totaling for the the, uh, the night, we had a total of uh, nine shots fired calls on Saturday and six assaults on Saturday. That includes the, the elderly gentleman and also the... Uh, yeah, 45 there. And on Sunday, we had two shots fired calls and four uh, assaults, making a total of the week for the weekend of 11 shots fired calls and four, or correction, and 10 uh, aggravated assaults. So wow. uh, it's been a quiet week, even during the full moon, which I said was going to be a, the, the, the moon of all moons. I thought it was all heck was going to break loose. I was wrong. Thankfully, I was wrong, but it sure. Freaked me out because that never happens before. <laughs> well, keep it up, Mike. Uh, I appreciate uh, you very much. And uh, about the question that you asked me about before, I'll figure out something uh, for you, okay? We'll take good care of you. So I appreciate you calling in. Oh, we'll see you tomorrow, you same, same, same time. I'm not okay? about it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we got same time, care. same station. All right, see you tomorrow. All right, good stuff. Uh, there I had a Murder Mike uh, weekend myself. I watched the Jake Gyllenhaal movie Nightcrawler, which never Murder Mike has recommended to us that we all should watch. So everybody oh, yeah, watched that recommended tonight. that? It is about a uh, kind of a creepy sociopathic guy who gets involved in this getting footage of horrific plane crashes and accidents and murders in Los Angeles. And then he sells the tape to the local uh, news stations, which want to are always competing for ratings, of course. Yeah. And uh, the, the difficulty of in a big metro like L.A., he had, of course, he had all the scanner and all the equipment and he had to he had to learn. 
I, I could ask Murder Mike 13,000 questions based on this movie alone. I, 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 Eddie would never allow me to do it, but we're going to do, we're going to do our own podcast because I, it's just so fascinating the complexity of this business. And it really is some people make a living doing this, running around getting this footage. How do you, how you interact with the cops, how close you can get to the site. Yeah, um, so stringers, stringers, and, yeah. and of course, it it, it this it, it descends. The Jake Gyllenhaal character is completely amoral, and it sort of descends into him manipulating, creating. This, yeah, really. Yeah. And then, in in order to to get more money, uh, and he sort of exploits the Rene Russo, who's this washed up local uh, reporter who is now news director because her looks are gone. Yeah. And she's in the competitive ratings field, and he, he looks at her past history and says, every two years you go to a new station because you can't retain your ratings. In your contract, I can only assume your contract is for two years. Uh, so he really has her number. So he has the, his claws into her, and it it was a hell of a movie. And I I I have so many more questions for Murder Mike now based on that movie. And I, does does Murder Mike take footage and sell it to? No, me? he doesn't do that. He just does no, I mean, it for his own, there, his own product. Support. Yeah, I mean, you don't have an actual stringer. So there's a you know in Los Angeles, it's a competitive business. Oh, yeah. So there's like six or seven people that are doing it, and they wait for the calls. And they get the first to get there, and then they know how, who to contact in each of the news stations and who to uh, sell that to. And the news stations will be like, well, they're competing, and they get there faster than they can. And, sure. you know, live car fire, you know, a murder scene, it whatever leads, they can do, and they'll, they'll see whatever they can get for it, and then negotiate it right immediately. They uh, take it to their uploads, and that's how they make money. And these guys make thousands of dollars. I mean, if it's, if it's a good enough piece, you know, two, three grand, uh, and it's just basically a news stringer. But they're sitting there floating by the. Uh, uh, it, here's the problem, though, is you're going to need the advanced equipment. So, Mike, right. I bought him a uh, walkie-talkie uh, that has all the bands, so he can go ahead and, and channel in. So that's sure. how he keeps so track of it. Because uh, the Albuquerque Police Department has now gone to this entirely different digital network, um, and it's a different band altogether. So they're using that band to kind of keep this noise uh, being tracked. Okay, that's how bad the crime has gotten. Right. So they they don't want you tracking all that stuff. It doesn't look good. Well, and the interesting, probably most interesting to me about the movie was, and I don't know how true to life this is, you you, you and Murder Mike would know, is the the marketability of that video that you have of the guy who was carjacked and he's bleeding out of the neck or whatever. The the, the news director is basically saying, if this isn't a really, really poor, cruddy section of town, it's not going to attract the kind of interest that uh, danger in the suburbs attract. And so you have Jake Gyllenhaal's character saying, oh, that, that intersection is a good part, you know, that's a more affluent white part of town, so we will go cover that versus something, and Rudy's nodding his head over here, I don't know if I'm yep. wrong or right, but, nope. you know, they know their audience, they've done the customer research, they know what their audience, you know, there's a lot of affluent Karens out there in the suburbs who like to be scared, and they'll watch that on the local news versus the port, you know, the wrong well, side of the Well, they can build a narrative, there. look at what happened over there, the whole uh, event that happened with the takedown of the uh, monument. That was oh. a staged event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. The, the people instigated it. Then they showed up, acted like they were defending it. Right, right. Right? And then they called the other group. Then you called in the Civil Guard. Yep, yep. And they stirred the pot, you know, two and a half you know, weeks after the George Floyd stuff. Got everybody all hopped up. And then you had uh, quasi-professional film crews who were there literally staging, like shooting yep, yep, the yep. footage yep, of yep. Stephen Baca. Like they're chasing him down with a camera along with everything else, waiting for it to all come up. And somehow Stephen Baca had a gun, right? You just, I'm sure, you know, being as bright as he was, took a, a gun to an event like this because it's quote unquote peaceful. Mm -hmm. There were several people, everyone's filming all this stuff. How much does that footage worth, mm -hmm. right? You know, that would be worth, worth something. Uh, who knows? Someone probably got, got paid on that. But that whole thing 
is one of those staged events. There's many of these types of events that happen all over the place. Yep, so that's yep. the real cynical. You're trying to change the discourse, the dialogue in the city. So you go and do it. Then, then what you do is you turn around and you deflect and you try to say that, you know, people like me are staging that kind of stuff. Right. So when the Republican party of the state of New Mexico had all their stuff graffiti, they immediately said, well, Eddie Aragon, uh, yeah, I literally have the snapshots. Wow. So the, ver- the very people who are, are staging the rest of this stuff are out there projecting what they're doing mm-hmm. back on me. And yep, it's like yep, people yep. don't realize what's truly happening. And, and, every and, part- and, and they're, they're so misinformed and they don't pay enough attention or care enough to realize that they're being played. They're being manipulated. Yes. And yes. the news media is, is, is obviously very much a part of this. The news radio talkers that are on the other stations, they're not giving it to people straight at all. No. Um, and then you've got to go ahead and put out hit pieces on me and like my personality and do whatever you possibly can, which is aided by other politicians who don't like what we're saying about them. Yeah. But yeah. is it going to be able to go ahead and get us to subdue or succumb to what they're doing? No. They well, just don't want so much us. Of what you're seeing now is manipulated, as you said, Eddie. And the other issue was it wasn't raised in this movie, but why didn't we get the George Floyd video of resisting right. arrest before we got the knee on the neck? Correct. If we got it all on day one and we yeah. could maybe put it in proper perspective, we didn't get it. We got it weeks or what, months later. And so much of what we're seeing now is clearly manipulated, staged, edited, um, and people are not getting the full story. And it leads to very bad outcomes in the real, in the real world. Hold on. You're listening to KIVA Albuquerque. Sorry about that. All right. So, you know, what happened at Smith? I don't know if you guys remember that attack on the uh, Muslim person. Right. Remember? Oh, oh, you yeah, guys yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rudy, you remember yeah. how the whole thing? Mm-hmm. And so the people who actually staged that wrote about the staging of these types of news events to change the dialogue so that they can do any of this stuff. So this is exactly what, what's been happening. So he wrote about it. Then they staged that event that happened. There's no footage or a witness or any of this, this information that comes out. They just said it was a hate crime. Remember that? We were doing a lot of sh- Well, I was doing a lot of shows on that time, talking to the imam here at the local... Um, um, mosque. Yeah, the mosque. Thank you, Rudy. Um, so, you know, you're looking at this stuff and you're trying to have great conversation, but they were trying to create the other side of that conversation of the discrimination. So you have to... Com- to keep your narrative sort of like a balloon afloat mm-hmm. so that everybody's paying attention to that so that you can drive your political agenda. And that's exactly what's happening. You know, I mean, the Democrats are very skilled at doing this and now they've created like little other areas where they can play in these little sandboxes and, and create uh, the same type of fake and, news. And the average viewer is just very oblivious to this. I mean, well, they're not, we did, we dealt with it for four straight years, four straight effing years, I should say, where we're, you're painting something that you stated that the president is doing, which was proven that he was never doing. Mm-hmm. And then it's not enough for you to do that. Even after he's been vindicated, you've got to try to impeach him based on something. Else. You just have to keep up the pressure. That's what these guys do. They keep up the pressure and it becomes the narrative, which Perception creates the reality for other people. Mm -hmm. So do you see anybody right now running to Donald Trump's defense? And what's Donald Trump done? He doesn't have to say two words. Okay. Do you honestly think Donald Trump at this point is going to come back? You want to know why he's not going to come back? Because he does not have enough people supporting him. You have too many people who are trying to look for political opportunity because they changed the narrative about him. Mm -hmm. He is the greatest president this, this country has ever had, bar none. Better than Reagan, better than you name it. 
There's no doubt in my mind what he was able to achieve in such a short amount of time. He would have been able to consistently put, did he have the style and the grace and the elegance and all the other things that they wanted? No, but that's what actually made him effective. Nobody likes their boss. Nobody should like their president that much. He wasn't looking for you to go ahead and praise him and tell him how great he was. He's pretty good at doing that on his own. He does not suffer from self-confidence issues, right? He knew what he was capable of. This is an easy job. Here's what we're going to focus on. We're going to get this done. I'm not going to compromise with a single politician, not a Republican, not a Democrat. You will never see that politician again in your lifetime, folks. You will never see, yeah, the, the message you will never see another <laughs> politician like Donald Trump Don't because the line, he's we not a politician. Yeah. That was literally the first office he ever ran for. A yeah, hundred yeah. years from now, when this country goes through the floor, you're going to be wishing and talking about the greatest president in the history of this country was Donald J. Trump because they are going to erase him from history. Mm. That's the whole thing now. You or, create the or new whatever narrative. memory remains. I mean, how many Americans right now think a cop was killed by Trump supporters on January 6th versus how many Americans read the Glenn Greenwald complete takedown of that immense lie? I mean, the ratio is 100 to 1, probably, you know, and it just hasn't penetrated. And that reality is going to live forever. That's what Eddie's saying with perception. Yeah. It is the devil of the day. So so let's let's look at something here. They look at uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, okay, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. We know that they were ultimately the ones who were responsible for the financial takedown in 2008, okay? And we want to spring forward to what they're actually connected to. Who have we seen the intersectionality with Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein? None other than Bill Clinton. Okay. Why did they pick New Mexico? Well, they're very close with Bill Richardson. Okay. These are literally the very, very tippy tippy top. I mean, this is an impeached president, a disbarred president. <laughs> this is a guy who was never reinstated and nobody has a negative opinion about Bill Clinton, but these guys are as corrupt as all get out. And wherever they can possibly find it, because they don't know how to generate jobs. They don't know how to generate money, but they do know where the money is camped at. And they do like little suckers. You hear that sucking sound for themselves. Embrace the suck, New Mexico. That's the Clinton Foundation. That's the Bill Clinton and the Democratic National Committee and all their friends, friends of Bill. Right. Because they do not want a guy like Donald Trump. They do not. It doesn't matter how friendly you think they are. Whatever. Donald Trump didn't have anything to do with Jeff Epstein have anything to do with Ghislaine Maxwell. Okay, and attendance from you know one of the greatest things about Donald Trump is that he didn't have close friends. Cuz he didn't need them. He has his family, he has his kids. That's who he has. He does not need close friends. He was able to be effective because he knew what he thought about himself. But here we are. Jeffrey Epstein, the Zorro Ranch, and we don't have to pay attention to Zorro Ranch because the grift is all right down in southern New Mexico with his uh, very best friends. Richard Branson, Prince Andrew, and all of those people. We'll get into more of that uh, in our third hour, um, and we'll talk. We'll talk about that. I'm just going to rifle off a bunch of uh, various details, and you know, I guess we get to uh, talk more about it. Like the the black eye. Uh, Brian did a good job before he insulted me earlier today. Um, it was just really funny, actually. Um, <clears throat> Here we go. Ghislaine Maxwell joins the Illuminati Left Black Eye Club. Now, at first glance of this whole thing, okay, you look at this and you say to yourself, well, you know, the first picture is actually surface of Ghislaine Maxwell, and she surfaces with what? A black eye. Child sex trafficker to the elite, Ghislaine Maxwell has become the latest member of the infamous Illuminati Left Black Eye Club. Take this on just what I'm reading it as. I'm not telling you it is or it isn't. Just 
take it, take it as is. Okay. According to a photo submitted to a federal court by attorney Bobby Sternheim, Elaine obtained a bruise under her left eye during her time locked up in New York City's Metropolitan Detention Center. Sternheim doesn't explain how the bruise got there. According to a conspiracy theorist, oh, we always got to do that. Right now, everything I say after conspiracy theorists, throw out, right? Because that's, that's what you do. The mysterious black eye seen on some high-profile public figures is actually a sign that they have sold their soul to the devil. As we pre- Take it for surface value, okay? You don't have to believe it, whatever. Uh, and you don't want to believe it, which is why you dismiss it immediately as conspiracy theory. As we previously reported, former U.S. President George Bush, Pope Francis, Prince Philip, and others have been photographed with an unexplained black eye, so often on more than one occasion. According to some conspiracy theorists, the black, we've got to keep doing that, right? We've got to keep doing it. The black left eye is part of a cult or Illuminati high-level initiation ritual during which the pledger is said to be forced to eat pain in a quest to become more powerful. Author and internet radio show host Sherry Schreiner, who wrote the book Interview with the Devil, <clears throat> Interview with the Devil, in which she claimed to converse with Lucifer, has spoken of the link between these black eyes and soul scalping. According to her, government leaders, people on TV with their own shows, and hundreds of popular entertainers have sold their souls to Satan. You cannot be on TV now without the signing on the dotted line, right? You see a lot of people cover one of their eyes. You've seen that, right? You see that. Uh, go look, look that up. Bizarre recurrence of facial bruises on Illuminati politicians. And by the way, that's a pledge when you do that. Bizarre recurrence of facial bruises on Illuminati politicians and entertainers has resulted in speculation that their souls have been replaced by a satanic ritual called soul scalping. TMZ reports her lawyers finally included a letter to the judge stating Maxwell only noticed the bruise after catching her reflection on a nail clipper. She doesn't have a mirror in her room. Sternheim says Maxwell, who's accused of trafficking underage girls to have sex with Jeffrey Epstein. No, not Jeffrey Epstein for Jeffrey Epstein to ensnare all these other politicians so that he would have the goods. This was a giant blackmail situation where you get every single one of these guys recorded and blackmailed to get their money and tell them to do what you want them to do. The only, only, only thing that they had any recourse on these big, powerful people. This is why the politicians want them dead. This is why Jeffrey Epstein did not hang himself. This is why Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. Okay. It appears prison officials aren't buying that because Starnum claims officials threatened to put Maxwell in a special housing uh, unit unless she spilled the beans on how she got the bruise. But Sternheim says if Maxwell's ever placed, it would be ironic because it would signal that Miss Maxwell needs protection from her very staff so intent on protecting her. There's only one theory on how she actually got the bruise. Sternum said there's concern for the bruise may be related to the need for Miss Maxwell to shield her eye using a sock or towel from the lights protected in her cell throughout the night. Sternum's concern about Maxwell's sleep disruption every 15 minutes to check on her breathing, to which the attorney also objects, saying it's a myth that Maxwell's conditions of confinement are related to her being a suicide risk. Her attorney wants prison officials to act the 15-minute light surveillance because they say sleep deprivation is having an adverse effect on her health. There's zero doubt, in my opinion, my opinion, okay? You don't have to believe like I believe, that there's this is a total and complete pledge at this point. That's the way that I feel. That's the way these people work. Symbolism will definitely be their downfall. Let me uh, let me leave you with some more information here. This is interesting. <coughs> um, employees of Mr. Gates Foundation. We're talking about Bill Gates. Oh, no, that's, that's not what I wanted to talk about. Here we go. Where are we at? Um, okay, Glenn Maxwell, sex crimes trial in New York, delayed until the fall, okay? So now we're, we're, we're moving the goalposts wow. again on this whole entire thing, huh. okay? So this increases the inevitability of something potentially happening to her. She certainly looks dispirited at this point. 
Uh, and trust me, there is nothing that's ever going to come out of Ghislaine Maxwell. There's nothing that, that hasn't already been discovered that she's going to tell us any, shed any new light on. It's just not going to happen. She's going to be held for a crime and then she'll go away just like uh, Jeffrey Epstein. There's a lot of talk and thought about, uh, was that even Jeffrey Epstein? Maybe some thought there as well. Um, we need to talk a little about, uh, about more of that and we'll do that in the uh, next hour. I'm looking at some other um, newsworthy items that are just coming through and hope to get to those. We're going to check out weather and traffic before we hit the top of the hour. All right, the weather shows that we're going to have some clouds through the night. The rain will go away by morning, but then another chance of rain later this week. Right now, really not bad. Taylor Ranch, 56 degrees, is 58 in Tanawan, and 56 here at the Rock of Talk. Traffic-wise, it looks like I-25 is starting to improve southbound from Osuna to Montano. You're getting speeds back. Same thing on Paseo del Norte. While that has been slow pretty much the whole afternoon, looks like uh, things are improving as you make your way from 2nd Street on over to Coors Road. And that's the same story on Alameda, though you're still going to bunch up just a little bit there at about 2nd Street to take you into Corrales. This traffic report brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Companion care at reasonable rates and great companion care. We're talking mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, amazing people. Ready to help. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Accepting insurance as well as pay clients. And you can connect with Amazing Grace by going to home care. Dot the place I like dot com. We are up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Thank you, Rudy. Uh, don't forget, Bill Gates is getting uh, divorced from Melinda Gates. Uh, here's some information. This goes back to 2011. Employees of Mr. Gates Foundation paid multiple visits to Mr. Epstein's mansion. Mr. Epstein spoke with Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and J.P. Chase Morgan about a proposed multi-billion dollar charitable fund, an arrangement that had the potential to generate enormous fees for Mr. Epstein. His lifestyle is very different and kind of intriguing, although it would not work for me, Mr. Gates emailed colleagues back in 2011 after his first get-together with Mr. Epstein. Richard Arnold, a spokeswoman for Mr. Gates, said he was referring to only the unique decor of the Epstein residence and Epstein's habit of spontaneously bringing an acquaintance in to meet Mr. Gates. Bill Gates regrets ever meeting with Epstein. In no way was it meant to convey a sense of interest or approval, he states. Ms. Arnold said, Gates recognized that entertaining Epstein's ideas related to philanthropy gave Epstein an undeserved platform that was at odds with Gates' personal values. So, um, more and more and more New Mexico connections keep finding their way. New York way. Times reported that Gates met with Epstein numerous times in Epstein's townhouse. There you go. New York Times. All right, at the top of the hour, Fox News, hour three, wide open. Nothing but uh, the Epstein saga and more Branson info. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Outlawing restrictions. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has signed legislation and executive orders that will end COVID restrictions statewide starting July 1st. It means an end to all mask mandates, business, and school closures. But he also signed executive orders to end COVID restrictions before the July date, saying these orders will bridge that gap. 
private businesses can still have their own mask mandates and other rules, but counties cannot have them. Democratic leaders are highly critical. The mayor of St. Petersburg said local county measures saved the state, asking, could you imagine what the death toll would be and where the economy would be without local county measures? The new law also bans so-called vaccine passports. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey has announced she will end a state health order against COVID-19 July 6th. In a statement, she said infection rates and hospitalizations are in better shape and over one and a half million people in the state have at least one dose of a vaccine. President Biden hitting the road this week to push his American Families Plan that would offer free community college and universal pre-K. Speaking at Tidewater Community College in Virginia, the president said additional taxes on the wealthiest Americans is how it will be paid for. I think it's about time we start giving tax breaks and tax credits to working class families and middle class families instead of just the very wealthy. The president says he thinks corporations need to start paying their fair share. Republicans have said the $2 trillion plan is too costly. Severe storms across the South have spawned multiple tornadoes, damaging homes and uprooting trees from Mississippi to Kentucky. A tornado was confirmed in Atlanta, forcing thousands to seek shelter, and one man was killed when a tree brought power lines down onto his car. The FAA says Airlines has referred about 1,300 passenger reports since February and identified potential violations in about 260 cases. America is listening to Fox News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Motorcycle. Ride confidently in the direction of your dreams. Unless it's a bad dream, then turn around. Go the other way. Progressive Motorcycle also presents basic policies starting at $79 a year. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy is not available in all states. Panera favorites are hot and ready to serve for dinner. Taste our creamy mac and cheese served in a crispy bread bowl. Or the classic bacon turkey bravo. Featuring our signature sauce. How about our new mouth-watering Chipotle chicken and bacon flatbread pizza? These and other favorites are waiting for you. Order dinner tonight for delivery or pickup. Only at Panera. Availability and pricing may vary. America's top diplomat is in the U.K. for meetings where he downplayed talk of a prisoner swap with Iran. Chief diplomats from the G7 group of rich countries are meeting in person for the first time in two years. There's nothing quite like being face-to-face or sometimes mask-to-mask. Speaking ahead of talks here in London, Secretary of State Antony Blinken dismissed claims the U.S. and Iran have agreed a prisoner swap deal. The reports uh, coming out of uh, Tehran are are not accurate. And he criticized the use of prisoners in diplomatic disputes, saying he hopes countries could establish a norm that this practice is simply unacceptable. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Former President Trump will find out this week whether he gets to return to Facebook. Facebook says Trump was suspended for inciting violence that led to the January 6th riot at the Capitol. Facebook's oversight board is expected to announce its decision Wednesday. The company suspended Trump's accounts July 7th at that time, saying they would remain that way at least through the end of his presidency.
A supermarket chain is trying out a new method to deliver groceries. Kroger will be delivering some grocery orders via autonomous drones. The grocery chain is partnering with Telegrid Technologies. It'll be testing drone delivery from the Kroger Marketplace in Centerville, Ohio this week and hopes to deliver to customers later this spring. Kroger also plans a second pilot program from a Ralph's grocery store in California this summer. Kroger hopes to deliver to the location of your smartphone, which means it can deliver to your home, park, or a beach. Its competitor, Walmart, has been working on drone delivery since at least 2015. Ginny Cosola, Fox News. Verizon's announced it's selling Verizon Media, which consists of AOL and Yahoo, to private equity firm Apollo Global Management for $5 billion. I'm Lisa Lacerra, and this is Fox News. All right, time to put things together for our third hour. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande, and we're going to go and start with the weather. Where we have the clouds that are going to probably clear up by morning time. I know it's Santana Star right now. It's 57 degrees. We got the clouds hanging over the National Hispanic Cultural Center and 60 degrees there. And it is 53 at the Rock of Talk. Well, since our last report, it looks like Paseo del Norte suddenly is getting even heavier. Now the drive has started to slow down as you wind your way pretty much off of I-25. The worst of it will clear up at 2nd Street. So that's kind of good news. And some people... Had already taken a clue. You know what? Alameda. That's what I'll do. Uh, sorry about that. Looks like Guadalupe Trails where you lose speeds there to take you on into Corrales. Broadway still running up to a slow path off of I-25. That's just the construction in that area. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by theplaceilike.com. When someone says, you know, I'm really well, what should we have for breakfast? Well, go to breakfast.theplaceilike. Uh, cake? Oh, I love cake. Go to cake.theplaceilike.com. Great deals, great specials, people ready to make Albuquerque a little bit better with their business and you. Theplaceilike.com, we're up to date now. Let's get back to the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 606 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on EM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, and rockoftalk.com. All right, uh, have some fun for a little while. I'm going to do a lot of reading this hour, so... Here we go. Here goes it. Uh, Dow, is there anything you want to say before I get started? Uh, I want to say that New Mexico, if middle-aged guys whose dogs have died and grandparents are all gone and wants to leave New England, if that's the kind of person you're drawing to New Mexico, that's a very limited field. You need to kind of broaden it out. Maybe you want to attract young people, young workers, families. You want to kind of expand that. If I'm the, if smart I'm, people. If I'm the, well, I'm, well, I, 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 I certainly qualify as that, Mr. Grande, and I'm insulted that you would even bring it up. No, but. I'm saying we need more smart people. <laughs> no, but I mean, you're you're really narrow casting if I'm the kind of person who's attracted to come to New Mexico. And New Mexico works for me on many levels. The evidence is that it, New Mexico doesn't work for an awful lot of people on several levels. Huh. Yeah, I My, uh, my uh, ear is on and off again, so not sure what's going on. Um, <clears throat> so you, how did you get started on the uh, rework or we work stuff, Dowd. It was, How did that come out? Uh, it was a. I love to watch documentaries, and if the if the subject is compelling and interesting, even if you don't necessarily yeah. know anything about it, a documentary can be really great. There's a thing on the. You know, my only advice when it comes to the media is I do still have my HBO Cinemax account, and they have a new documentary series called Generation Generation Hustle or Generation Scam. It's about kind of millennials who have committed acts of fraud and financial impropriety and all that kind of stuff. So 
last night I watched, I don't know what the official title was. It was this guy named Adam Newman for WeWork.com, which was an interesting idea. It was, we're going to open up these spaces for offices. We're going to, we're going to, it's going to be cool. We're going to have, uh, you know, fruit water here. We're going to throw parties. We're going to have barbecues on the roof and we're going to have these young up and coming workspaces for gig companies and individual entrepreneurs. And it was really you know, an interesting idea for a business model. If I were a wealthy investor, I would I would read that perspective perspective and look at it. But this guy from Israel, I guess, his sister's a model. His parents were physicians in Israel. Somehow he ends up in New York and he gets into uh, the promotion, you know, promoting himself and promoting all the businesses he wants to launch. He hooks up with a business partner. And this was going to be the new way that, that uh, office space was, was conducted in the United States. And of course, as always, he couldn't leave well enough alone. He wanted to be make turn we work into we learn schools and you know we live apartment buildings and all this kind of stuff and he got way out ahead of the business model all it was kind of like that elizabeth what's her name the theranos woman these, oh, yeah, these yeah, yeah. young charismatic people and you have old dopes like george schultz and, and 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 kissinger who fell in love with her apparently and they get they serve on the board and they get fawning profiles by bloomberg and the kevin robinson avilas of every municipal major municipality in America and they, Oh, we're going to have our Albuquerque. We work is coming to Albuquerque and it's all just hype, 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 Richard Branson type stuff and investors get taken for a ride. Now in this case, the IPO collapsed for WeWork before the IPO became official. So uh, the average Joe investor who was trying to get in on those shares wasn't allowed to get in. So he was rescued or she was rescued from this, but fascinating documentary. And I, I need to go back and, and read up on, on this Adam Newman figure uh, real sleazebag, uh, you know, again, Richard Branson, promotional, great at doing stunts, great at garnering uh, attention from the media. Hey, you can even do a TED Talk. You know, everybody does a TED Talk now. Meanwhile, the fundamentals are completely out of whack. And this very pudgy, obese woman who was worked for a small company that was bought by WeWork, she ended up leaking information to Bloomberg, a reporter at Bloomberg, about all the nonsense that was going on with WeWork. And, of course, immediately she gets sued by her employer for leaking this information, trying to protect future investors. But, you know, I'm a fierce defender of capitalism. I believe in economic freedom. But the fact of the matter is there's a lot of bad actors out there. There's a lot of hypesters and a lot of fraudsters out there. Richard Branson happens to be one of them. And from an investment point of view, you've got to do your due diligence, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, consult the uh, Greg Zanetti types and do your own research and read that prospectus and read the annual reports and and look at the market uh, market research on what they're the business the industry they're they're, they're going into and uh, be careful and I guess probably more than anything else diversify 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 don't fall for uh, a hypester and go all in on some company he's promoting because if it sounds too good to be true it probably is all right let me uh, I had to put on new earphones uh, it, it just it's amazing like like the the calamity. Over the last week and a half. Embrace the suck. <laughs> really, I mean, it, there is no level to the number of things. And just, doubt. I'm just going to, we're not doing a radio show right now until I'm done with all this material and we get this out. So um, text or type or, you know, take notes down, you know, <clears throat> judiciously. Um, and Rudy, let me know if we need to... Let me know if we uh, need to uh, check on any traffic, okay? Right, and for all you listeners out there, if if you want to go ahead and, and do this, I'm going to drone on here for a little while. This is going to be a little strange for you. This is not what I'm used to doing, um, but I'm just going to go one by one. And then as I go through these, Dowd, we're going to start to assemble and push information and put it together. Okay. Um, 
little bit of a radio research project. And we're going to do this until I am done, done, done. And, you know, I feel like what's happening is I'm just being inundated with so much information and stuff. So uh, I think that's what we need to do. Let's, uh, okay. Last one, please. I literally lost my place. Okay. Melanie Walker, Gates Foundation, entertained Prince Andrew at Zorro Ranch. We saw that on the Daily Mail. Yep. When that came out, I'm already in talks with Daily Mail. All this information is already out uh, to them. This is this is just like the other stuff that's been sent to Daily Mail or the AP or any of the stuff. This is the stuff that I get out to them all the time. And if I want to bend the AP ear or the Daily Mail ear, I do that as much as I want. It's pretty great. And for the rest of you, you guys will have to sit there and follow suit. Or true, true news. I like true news. Good guys. Okay, so let's go all the way back. Ease. Like I said, since the radio signal is buzzing anyway, I'm not exactly going to be focused on production or anything else right now. So let's get through this. <sighs> How you doing, Rudy? You know, those roads look really nice. Everything's good. How are you doing? You know what? Not too bad. I uh, had a, a long weekend, but uh, yeah, feeling good. Really? Most importantly, how's the dog? The dog is doing great. If What's going on with the dog, Rudy? Nothing. If it wasn't for the dog, I would have just lost my mind this weekend. <laughs> some of the stuff that you've already talked about, it, you know, some of the stuff that's happening in the Republican Party, you just throw your hands up and say, why? Yeah, you just got to not worry about it. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, I've, I've told you before. Um, there's, you can't stop. You can't stop stupid. You just can't. Stupid finally has to has has to hit. You know, you ever seen the? Uh, <laughs> yes, a moment of clarity must be yeah. reached. <laughs> I mean, let them get to that point. Okay, so <clears throat> let's go. I'm going to read this. It's going to be long and boring. And hang in there. All right, Chamath Palapatia. This is back from uh, 423 of 21. Palapatia's a widely watched social capital head of Sophia. And other SPACs began warning investors that due to new SEC guidance, their audited financial statements should no longer be relied upon. Okay. This is the chairman of the board, the head, the president of Virgin Galactic. Yes. Chamath Palapatia. Today's May 2nd. That was the 23rd. Uh, Virgin Galactic's definitely going under. IPOE wrote an AK filing with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission that in light of the SEC's guidance, it is appropriate to restate certain items in the company's previously issued audited balance sheet and the company's previously issued audited financial statements. The SEC's guidance prompts all SPACs, like Chamath Palapatia's Social Capital 4, to restate all their figures. Okay? And this uh, came out in Seeking Alpha, which I don't have a full thing. Okay, and then uh, this back on the same day. Uh, Shocking photos unearthed former President Bill Clinton welcome Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell's as VIPs. Okay. And uh, that came from way back in the day. Um, for whatever reason, I cannot access any. There we go. Let's see if we can get there. Okay. Days after Jeffrey Epstein's accused accomplice, Ghislaine Maxwell pleaded not guilty to charges of sex trafficking. Shocking every four be seen. Photos have emerged in the two visiting Bill Clinton at the White House. The duo were invited to VIP guests as the Clinton White House back in 93 after Epstein reportedly donated money to have the Oval Office refurbished, according to The Sun. While they were there, they toured the East Room, traditionally used for large gatherings, entertaining guests, and the presidential residence, the outlet stated. Bill has long maintained that he was unaware of any sexual misconduct <laughs> dealings 
on behalf of Epstein and Maxwell and has tried to distance himself from the terrible twosome. <laughs> Let's not forget uh, Jeffrey Epstein also purchased the Royal Ranch back in 93 from then Governor Bruce King. Although photos have surfaced of the former president allegedly aboard Epstein's private jet, along with one of the late financiers, rape accusers, reports also emerged that Bill had a private dinner with Ghislaine Maxwell back in 2014 after Epstein was accused of his heinous crimes. Clinton has, and she was, uh, when did, when did uh, Chelsea get married? Let's not forget oh. that uh, Ghislaine was one of the guests of honor for uh, Chelsea Clinton's. Um, Ms. Vinsky was the husband. Yes, and Ms. Vinsky is best friends with Chamath Palapatia, who is the CEO of Virgin Galactic. And both of Ms. Vinsky's parents were Democratic politicians, if you can Correct. believe that. Uh, yeah. uh, Clinton has denied that he's ever visited Epstein's private island, even though he has 27 trips there. Although a top aide claim that was untrue, 42nd president's former top aide, Doug Band, alleged the former commander-in-chief visited Epstein on the dead pedophile's private island in the Caribbean, now dubbed Pedophile Island in Orgy Island. Uh, on January 2003, according to Band, Clinton visited Epstein's private Caribbean island, Little St. James. Epstein's facing the slew of charges as of this writing, obviously including rape and suicide, but uh, died by apparent suicide after he hanged himself in his jail, as we all know, right? He, right? He, Better believe that, and if you if you believe if you don't think that he he hung himself, well, we, we we're going to cart you away. An indictment alleged that Epstein had recruited dozens of minor girls to engage in sex acts with him at his mansion in Manhattan in the Palm Beach estate. Maxwell's Epstein's alleged mistress was also charged by federal officials for her role in the alleged sex trafficking. We saw her emerge with the black eye. Da 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 da. Uh, she's currently being held in federal prison in Brooklyn. So there it is. There's all the pictures. There's all the stuff. Bill shaking hands with disgraced pedophile Maxwell, very, very happy next to Jeff Epstein. The trio were all smiles at the event in 1993, exclusively for donors to the White House Historical Association. There it is. As far back as 93. Go back. Let's see. This will all come together, folks. Don't worry. Uh, five hours, 35 minutes ago, they, they had five different, uh, five different travels for Virgin Galactic. Doubt. Uh, two hours, seven minutes total travel time here. This was, uh, they went up, um, 10.03 AM, 9 NM9, 9 NM9, uh, went up at 10.03 AM, 27th of April, 12.10 PM, 27th of April, 10.03. And yeah, so two hours, seven minutes total travel time, the BGX5. There it is. You can look at all this stuff. All right, let's uh, let's let's talk about Branson for a second. Um, more of the same type of stuff. Uh, Branson Bronfman, Nexium at Keith's request. Claire, yes, uh, spied on her father. In addition, she introduced Nexium organization to the rich and powerful, such as the famous billionaire Richard Branson. Claire Bronfman chose to forego a life of privilege and le- leisure to spread Keith Ranieri's teachings, and the Nexium Five abandoned her. There we go. So this uh, that was the creepy uh, multi-level marketing uh, disguised, actually cult des- disguised as a multi-level marketing with the creepy Keith Ranieri who was branding women. He had to be branded near, I believe, the lower part of the torso on the women who were part of his sex cult. And I believe it was the actress from Smallville, Allison Mack, who was very prominent in that cult. Uh, Keith Ranieri was recently sentenced to many, many, many years in federal prison. Uh, here's the article on that. This one back on, uh, April of 20, uh, April 27, 21. Uh, since the legal criminal proceedings, none of the Nexium five thus far have defended Claire Bronfman post sentencing. 
Claire has remained loyal to Nexium to her own detriment. So far, Claire hasn't received the slightest amount of support. No one is coming to a defense of protesting her incarceration. Claire Bronfman has not been mentioned once since her imprisonment by Ranieri's supporters. Claire is not even a footnote. She's a non-existent entity in the minds of Nexium, Nexium adherents. Claire paid for the legal defense for Keith Ranieri and all the other defendants. Claire suffered the greatest legal injustice in all the defendants. She cut a deal with the DOJ that the trial judge chose not to honor. She was given more than a six-year sentence for crimes that normally would have resulted in a sentence of around two years. She was railroaded and double-crossed by the federal government. During the sentencing, Claire, against her attorney's wishes, defended Keith and Nexium. She never renounced or denounced Keith Ranieri or Nexium. None of the other defendants were as loyal as Claire to Keith Ranieri. During Claire's stewardship, Nexium blossomed. She helped manage and finance Nexium. Her largesse to Nexium were beyond benevolent. They were selfless acts of charity for an organization that could barely pay for itself. Quite a few members of Nexium amount to never do wells. Claire paid for the Dalai Lama, purchased a luxury debt to bring prestige to Nexium and elevate the organization's status amongst celebrities and the public. Claire went so far as to try to recruit her own billionaire father. At Keith Ranieri's request, Claire even spied on her father. In addition, she introduced the Nexium organization to the rich and powerful, such as the famous billionaire Richard Branson. Uh, Claire hired and paid for all the attorneys and law firms used to prosecute the attack Keith perceives enemies. Nexium 5 have remained silent and deaf as to the plight of Claire Bronfman throughout the trial sentencing uh, and so far thereafter. In the closing days of Nexium, Claire paid for Nexium to stay afloat. In the last death row, she kept fighting. In conclusion, Claire easily could have sold out Keith, renounced Nexium, and received a light sentence and said she bit the bullet, stood her ground, and suffered the consequences. Her reward for her unflinching loyalty, complete and total abandonment. They have only supported and defended Keith Ranieri. I have a grudging respect for Claire Bronfman. Claire chose to forego a life of privilege and leisure to serve her higher purpose, serving Keith Ranieri and spreading his teachings. And when the time came, she chose to stand by her beliefs, stalwart, resolute, bite the bullet, and sacrifice herself for her own convictions. She is a brave, strong woman. Claire Bronfman deserves better from her fellow Nexium peers and friends. Oh, Claire and her sister Sarah, see my words. Wake up to the fact that the Nexium Five and other so-called Friends are nowhere to be found. Claire rots in prison alone and forgotten. I find it curious that one of Nexium's greatest champions has been cast away like garbage. To all Nexium 5, you all claim to be ethical, but now ethical is to ignore the plight of one of Nexium's most loyal members and one-time friend? Question mark. Uh, a couple of things stand out to me uh, in that reading. First off is the allegiance of one Ghislaine Maxwell. Okay, Sex cult, different type, except more for the Democrat Party, let's not forget who they ensnared, what they did, well, who they recorded, what's involved in all of that. I think that's very important because that's what the ring was set up for. And that's why Jeffrey Epstein was killed. That's what you need to know. They knew once they had him and the same thing is going to end up happening. The only reason it hasn't happened is because wouldn't it be kind of weird for two people to die in prison? Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell? Right? Wouldn't no. that be kind of strange? And, and before so, we, before we move on on, on Ranieri, sure. don't forget that Jens Gould uh, was a media flunky for this Nexium cult. He most recently served as the political reporter for the Santa Fe New Mexican. He left in late November of uh, last year. Uh, Hence, you know, uh, now now the connection <laughs> now the connection to the Santa Fe Institute, uh, Santa Fe New Mexican. All these things happening right up there. The depravity that uh, is here brought on by uh, such people as Bruce King. Uh, Bill Richardson, uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, but probably also includes several people on the right as well. Uh, okay, this one from the same day. Um, 
Breakthrough Energy, the net zero emissions NGO set up by Bill Gates, Michael Bloomberg, Richard Branson, Jack Ma, and others has worked with the GFI on their federal policy priorities. What am I reading? The GFI, uh, Dad, what is that? GFI. Putting, yeah, general fuel something. Oh, Putting okay. increased federal investment in all proteins R&D at the top of the list, including plant protein, cellular, agriculture, and micro microbiral fermentation. What do we know about... What do we know about uh, Bill Gates that uh, Greg Zanetti has said incessantly? <laughs> is that he's the largest owner of agricultural land in the, in the country. Maybe so, the world for all we know. Okay, so this is from Uh This is written here, April 27th. It says, Recline calls on policymakers to make open access research into plant-based cell-cultured meat, a key part of the American Jobs Plan. A climate strategy, the GFI is advocating for $2 billion in funds for open access all protein science. A global food initiative, I guess. The, wow, this is just so macabre and evil. <laughs> it is macabre this, is the right word. <laughs> uh, the international nonprofit has also worked. This is, I got to tell you, it starts getting me depressed. So let me just, just the, the amount of hold that evil has on your life, folks, you have no idea. Ugh. The international nonprofit has also worked with Bill Gates, NGO Breakthrough Energy, calling for public investment in all proteins as a key climate mitigation strategy. U.S. journalist and political analyst Klein, who previously co-founded Vox, <laughs> has called for government, very, very, very liberal shine pieces by Vox, uh, called for government action in his New York Times column. At its heart, the American jobs plan is a climate bill. But there isn't a dollar for alternative proteins, despite animal agriculture's huge contributions to both climate and pandemic risk. Wow, of course. Evil ranchers, Whoa. evil, evil uh, burger That's eaters. worse than a mistake. It's a failure of policy design. Luckily, it's easily fixed. The GFI is calling on the Biden-Harris transition policy recommendation team to invest $2 billion in funds for open access alternative protein science in order to tackle key white spaces to accelerate the growth of the sector. It also has written to Congress to appropriate $100 billion for plant-based and cultivated meat R&D, representing a coalition of 61 companies, nonprofits, and trade associations. Although private investment in alternative proteins is growing, open access public research is crucial to accelerating growth. Public research will significantly broader impact on innovation and the economy by creating jobs and generating new opportunities to feed Americans and the world rather than primarily benefiting specific companies, explains the GFI in its letter to Congress. The GFI has also worked with U.S. climate advisors on a policy report outlining specific actions to leverage all proteins potential to deliver 14 to 20 percent of the emissions mitigation needed by 2050. 2050. Imagine that. They're literally altering the food landscape so that they could lower emissions. I can't think of anything more backwards. Central to each action is increased investment in open access science, increased global collaboration, breakthrough energy, the net zero emissions NGO set up by Gates, Bloomberg, Richard Branson, Jack Ma, and others has worked with the GFI on their federal policy priorities for the increased federal investment in all proteins R&D at the top of the list including plant, plant protein, cellular agricultural, and microbial fermentation. It will be scientifically impossible for governments to meet their obligations under the Paris Climate Agreement to decarbonize the global economy unless the amount of meat produced by a conventional animal agriculture significantly declines. <laughs> the global livestock contributing, here we go, folks, an estimated 14.5% of all anthropogenic greenhouse gas emissions our current food production methods are not efficient enough to meet the growing global demand for protein and reach zero emissions by 2050. No one's even going to be able to taste food anymore. You can still eat. You just have to eat the things they want you to eat. 
So there it is, Richard Branson. How much is cereal now? Anybody know? About three and a half. No, no, it's more than that. Uh, you can't buy a box of cereal for under four bucks. Really? Yeah, it's going crazy. There's a bit of a rhetorical question in, in all of this. Um, okay. Pet Business World. Also uh, here. So Richard Branson has praised British treat brand Denzel's in a post to an audience of around 19 million followers after welcoming a new puppy to his Necker Island family. Uh, this coming 27th, April 21. Holly made her first poseful investment into Denzel's, a brilliant startup that turns a wonky veg into dog snacks and uses fully recyclable packaging. You must have you cranked out enough money out of Richard Branson's uh, Virgin Galactic and selling that. You mm. sold that much money. He cranked that much money. And what did Chamath Palapatia say? What was his when? Yes, he was increasing his liquidities to make an investment in a global sustainable uh, climate change. Yeah, climate change. Sustainable. So this is this is it. Okay. <clears throat> Holly made her first paw poseful investment into Denzel's, a brilliant startup that turns wonky veg into dog snacks and uses fully recyclable packaging. Their entrepreneur wrote, great to see so many startups creating positive change for people and dogs. This is Branson saying this. Uh, uh, five days ago, Denzel's launched in 2018 with initial funding from Virgin Startup. <laughs> and New Mexico's investing in Virgin. <laughs> it recently received investment from Holly Branson and a handful of strategic investors. Are you investing money if you owe a government money? return on their investment. Nice. So Richard, Richard Branson owns the state of New Mexico, $500 million. Okay, we can put it. Is it, that'd be fair? Half a billion? But somehow he's got money to invest in dog treats, recyclable dog, <laughs> dog treats. Climate change dog treats. <laughs> it recently received investment from Holly Branson and a handful of strategic investors. Who's is Holly his wife? Uh, it's either the daughter or the wife. Let me check. Denzel is gearing up. Denzel's is gearing up to achieve its goal of becoming Europe's leading sustainable and healthy snack for dogs. You see the BS this guy is into? With its new bites, Denzel says that it's giving owners the option to feed their pup plant-based treats if they want to. The company hopes to encourage customers to make a positive change for the environment by feeding their dogs plant-based every once in a while. See, this is your future, folks. There is no, there's not, not a hamburger you're going to be able to eat. Nothing. Well, a plant-based hamburger. Got to be a plant-based, <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> we want to feed the dogs every once in a while and helping them and their pets reduce their carbon footprint. 1%, uh, 1.6% of the UK's 10 million dog population are currently fed vegan diets. That's going to change with the vegan dog food market estimated to grow 12% between now and 2028. Just like we're all going to do space tourism, right? <laughs> the future. All right. That's from Pet Business. All right. Uh, let's bring in uh, Hunter Biden into all this. All right. It's different. Hunter Biden, guest speaker for Tulane University course, Media Polarization and Public Policy Impacts, <laughs> focusing on the quote-unquote current state of the media landscape in the United States and how media polarization, fake news, and the economics of the new business impact public policy making in Washington, D.C. Kevin, if you're out there, do not send your daughter to Tulane. I'm not going to download your stupid Fox app. I deleted it. Hunter Biden is set to appear as a guest speaker at Tulane University as part of a 10-week course that's being offered to students in the fall. The call, course is called Media Polarization and Public Policy Impacts. It's described as focusing on the current state of the media landscape in the United States and how media polarization, fake news, and the economics of the new business impact public policymaking in Washington, D.C. 
Spokesperson for Tulane University confirmed the inclusion of President Biden's son to Fox News. Hunter Biden has raised eyebrows in recent weeks from the launch of his new book tour when asked about the controversial laptop that made headlines. Oh, uh, the controversial laptop, the uh, FBI office here in Albuquerque did not want to have anything to do with it. Not interesting. Yep. Asked about the controversial laptop that made headlines in the final weeks of the 2020 presidential election. In a pair of CBS News interviews, Biden said the laptop could be his and that could have been stolen. <laughs> in another interview, he falsely claimed that the intelligence community had determined that the reports on the laptop contents of the New York Post were based on, quote-unquote, Russian disinformation, which then Odney John Ratcliffe flatly denied. ODNI, sorry. Laptop became the center of political firestorm in October after the New York Post published bombshell reports based on information from the laptop, fueling allegations of unethical foreign business transactions by Biden. Hunter Biden, while Joe Biden served as vice president. However, social media giants and members of the mainstream media went to great lengths to prevent the story from being seen. It wasn't until after Joe Biden won the 2020 presidential election that Hunter Biden disclosed that he was under federal investigation. Among the other guest speakers for the Tulane course include, this is why you don't want to send your kids to these idiotic liberal institutions. White House Coronavirus Task Force member, Dr. Deborah Burks. <laughs> the, whole, the gang's all here, folks. New Yorker columnist, Susan Glazer. Oh, my. She's the worst. Have you read her? Uh, I know the name, but oh, no. go watch it. Pull up her articles. Just just pull up the titles of her articles. Listen to them. New Yorker columnist Susan Glasner, G L A S S E R Glasner, uh, Washington Post media columnist Margaret Sullivan, New York Times columnist Brett Stevens, CBS Face the Nation moderator Margaret Brennan, CNN correspondent Kylie Atwood, and Fox News political analyst uh, analyst and the five co-host. Juan Williams, ah. of all the people to pull out of Fox News. There you go. I thought you were going to say Chris Wallace. <laughs> uh, he's actually worse than Chris Wallace. So there you go. Uh, Glazer, uh, tell me about her. Yeah, internet's down, but I, I'll, 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 is I'll get Is that amazing? Yeah, is I'll that amazing what's going on around here? <laughs> the internet's down. The I, I mean, I, I don't even know if this is going out anywhere. I, let's see. Text us if you can hear us, ladies and gentlemen. Please. <laughs> there we are. Forgot to put the delay on. If I didn't take calls. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about the truth. All right. Oh, Biden's uh, speech offers an alternative vision there you go. for Democrats to love. Keep keep going. Keep going. <clears throat> She's the worst. Keep going. The Trump administration is over, but the Trump crisis is not. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biden finally got to say no to the generals. Mm. Vladimir Putin has a message. Hey, Joe, are you listening? <laughs> Is Biden really the second coming of uh, FDR and uh, LBJ? <laughs> you can't do better than that. They can't help themselves. Oh, they cannot help themselves. These people are pure evil. Everything about these people is pure evil. Uh, it's it's the worst of everything and anything. I don't even know why I bother reading or talking anymore at this point. Wow. Oh, second it gets coming. more. Doubt. There's more. Uh, second coming. But wait, there's more. <laughs> anything else? Uh, no, nothing will beat that. You know, they're teaching, they were yeah. teaching my son in school to like FDR. Wow. Yeah. And my, and my, my son, the things that were coming out of his mouth, I'm like, uh, whoa, the indoctrination is starting way too young. I wonder if they told the tots about how he rounded up hundreds of thousands of loyal Americans and put them in concentration camps mm. during the war. Yeah, it's called Japanese-American internment. Yeah. <clears throat> Great, great, great man. FDR. All right, let's get to Christine Maxwell and the Santa Fe Institute. Where is that Santa Fe Institute? Hmm. All right, Christine, this is sister, sister to uh, Elaine Maxwell. We're going to do this all day tomorrow and all day Wednesday until I'm finished, by the way. 
It's going to be very, very boring radio. It's just me just doing research online. You okay with that, Rudy? Yeah. All right. Are you sure you're okay with that, Rudy? It's like, if you can have, uh, since I'm being called a, what, a drag queen? <laughs> right? Wait, Such let me drag. go back to that, that graphic that uh, Fat Roger uh, did. <laughs> Eddie Edwina Aragon, court ordered to stay away from ex-wife's children. Yeah, well, that's slander because I don't have any court order to stay away from ex-wife's children. How many times have you seen my kids? Often. Well, yeah. three times last week, I yeah. believe. I have great relationships with, with everybody. Uh, turning a failed attempt at politics into an opportunity to pervert facts while trying to be a tough guy in drag. More mm. lies. There we go. Legion of stupid have me running my... I mean, this guy is spending endless hours. and puts hair on my chest. I don't have hair on my chest. This guy's really in love with me. Just spell the name right. Just spell the name right. <laughs> okay. Oh, please. I got to go back all the way to my place again. Every time I get a text, I got to go all the way back. Now, Christine Maxwell, I believe, is not in jail, unlike her sister. No, she's not. She's, but she's we're going to get to SoftBank. We're going to get to WeWork. We're going to get to Alicia Keys. We're going to get to Rebecca Dow. We're going to get to Google, $1 million. I mean, we, we've got we've got so much here. I don't even know what to do. So I'm just going to just sit here and go one article after another. And then you, you get to string them all together with us. Okay? That's what we're going to do. Pump and dump. These guys love money. You know what? We're gonna <laughs> write a book. It. We're gonna write a book together, Dowd. We're gonna call it Pump and Dump. Yeah, because uh, that's what people come into New Mexico yeah, to really? do. Really? Yeah. We can't sit down because we're taking it. You know where? In the shorts. Like I like it in the. You know I like to say that. That's, that's, well, this guy, this lawyer who works for the state, harassing yeah. the was it the Main Street Grill? Is it? Um, he's yeah. from he's from Missouri. He's another one of these people who comes Transplant. to New Mexico. Woke. Yeah. Gets. Becomes White, part of the crazy liberal government job. Yeah, yeah. Let's not forget. We, what did we find out? Uh, look at that article real quick. The article about the number one mental illness that comes from crazy white liberals. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yes, yes. That's why you see New Mexico is so incredibly sick. Yeah. Like those people. It was like, oh no, that 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 crime is just in those particular parts. Of All right. So here oh, we I go. forgot about Christine. Yeah, she's the tech person yeah she's the techie yeah. she's in Houston. company yeah. yeah houston houston yeah houston we have a problem it is Elaine maxwell's sister christine remember eclipse aviation yeah that that's also coming here another another booming company that uh taxpayers oh, are yeah. forced to invest in yes we got to talk about lita get that coming in oh there's uh, uh diane huckman v hill oh yes oh these these uh these ladies huh they just love it I guess Crystal Diamond also be in this. Uh, let's see. Uh, Santa Fe Institute is at 1399 Hyde Park Road. Where is that? Santa Fe. Where's that? Let me let me let me put it in the Google Map and see. Is it that is that next to any houses of Satan or anything like that? <laughs> is that the honorary meeting place for the House of Satan? I would think they would want to maybe Fe? after the Epstein Association they would maybe want to change. The oh no, name these or? are people that you know. These are people that they're going to probably. These are the favored ones. I'll send somebody over here amount of time oh it's way it's up uh, 475 it's oh, like way, way out of, there huh it's huh? not near the, the you legislature don't, you don't all. get to have those secret rituals you know you don't get to do the eyes wide shut thing you know <laughs> by by just inviting any people into the middle of town wow it looks like a pretty yeah. impressive building is it mm, all right is there phalluses everywhere or something? <laughs> wow 
I can just feel the darkness coming out of your computer for crying out loud. <laughs> this That's is a black sick. cloud. Yeah. Okay. This is where it gets more fun, interesting. This race for space in New Mexico and the cults and, you know, the control. Like, it's just, it all gets to come out now. Okay. Finally, please stop texting me. Okay. Uh, Christine has also served among many other positions as a member of the board of the Santa Fe Institute, a think tank for the study of the sciences of complexity. Meet the team, Roger F. Molina, one of the founders of the Creative Disturbance, spy, space scientist and astronomer. I don't think anybody nerds out more on space than you and I do. Creative Disturbance is an international multilingual online platform that provides a unique virtual environment for the intellectually curious across the globe to meet, network, collaborate, create, uh, socialize, fraternize, probably. That's some of the new content on their site. Ancient food webs can chart sustainable futures. There it is. Just, uh, natural uh, biscuits for your doggy and uh, uh, space food webs. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> These people are so stupid. <laughs> Flash workshop re-envisioning Ooh. education in the age of COVID-19. Oh, wow. I like that. So we're, usually, we're leveraging. Like that. Uh, let's see. Look at these uh, people. It's a it's a who's who. Meet meet the team from Creative Disturbance. Here's our core group of people with one degree of separation. Well, what about six feet of separation? Don't we need that? And masks, idiots. Someone should call the police on these people. Mark Beam, co-founder of the Creative Disturbance, the CEO of Beaming Inc. Co-founder I Carapulta. <laughs> Very clever. Oh, that's so clever, Mark. Mark, you're so clever with all your clever names and. The way you hide everything. Social Capital Markets Conference, SOCAP, and advisor to Holleran Philanthropies. When are they going to come and murder me? When do you think that, what day do you think that's going to happen? Now, it's got to uh, be like some sort of special day. I will warn you folks, Mr. Aragon is, uh, he exercises his Second Amendment rights. Let's put it uh, that He way. currently lives in Oaxaca. Oaxaca. Oaxaca, Mexico. Before turning his attention to the develop of the social capital markets and impact investing, he was senior executive for the universe, several major Wall Street banks. They always say that several major. What did, well, if they're so major and there's several of them, why don't you make a list of the place where you've been a senior executive and what positions and how long you were there for? Just because somebody uh, tells you to come speak. Cassini Nazir. That, that doesn't sound good. Clinical associate professor in the arts and technology program at the University of Texas at Dallas. By the way, I'm so far ahead of you guys on any of this. So if you're sitting here trying to beat me to the punch on anything and trying to get it, uh, you might refer to something known as a dead man switch. Uh, his research interests include accessibilities, interaction design, user interface, and user experience. Ritwik Kalikikini. That's literally the guy's name. Uh, Ritwik is a student of MA in Arts and Technology at the University of Texas at Dallas. After graduating a bachelor's in mechanical engineering from BMS College of Engineering in India, he completed a film appreciation course. <laughs> yeah. Hey, after all of those accomplishments, he completed a film appreciation course. I like film. And assisted, I, I really like movies. I watch Netflix. They're really entertaining. And assisted Especially a few sound ones. engineers in radio advertising at Sank Studios, Mumbai. <laughs> His interests eventually coalesce in the art science realm, and he is presently involved in music, film, documentary, and philosophy of sound. Oscar Olison. What do all these guys have two names that start with the same letter? Mm-hmm. Oscar is a senior ad tech student specializing in sound design. Just listen to, like, his main interest in the field are Foley. What, what's Foley? I have to, if I have to look up a word, you know it's BS. What's Foley? F-O-L-E-Y. Uh, it has something to do with e- sound editing, I think. Foley, editing, yeah. and yeah. mixing for film. 
He hopes to one day operate a Foley studio or independent recording studio in the Dallas area. He has collaborated with UNT Advanced Film Department, the short film Magic Man, which was shown at the Action on Film Festival in Monrovia, California. <laughs> He's always looking for new projects and can be contacted. <laughs> so who, who's hanging out with all of all these people? Who's mm. hanging out with all these people? Huh? Mm. Yeah. Delane Maxwell. This is what they do. She has, you, I'm going to the Santa Fe Institute, July 26th through July 28th. What is there? 2021, a three-day seminar on the causes and limits of lifespan extension. I like that. Sounds like uh, sounds like some vanilla sky. I, I want to live forever by drinking vanilla blood sky. Children. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Last last thing before you go. Last uh, twenty seconds. Santa Fe Institute Board of Directors, nineteen ninety through nineteen ninety three. Christine Maxwell, well ahead of Zora Ranch, well ahead of anything else. Literally brought here. The board oversees the mission to the institute, which is devoted to creating a new kind of scientific research, one emphasizing multidisciplinary collaboration in pursuit of understanding the common themes that arise in natural, artificial, and social systems. We're just literally going to be reading between now and I think Thursday. That's uh, your radio rock of talk content uh, for that. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, you get to listen to the abysmal lately, uh, Bill O'Reilly. He's next.